1: Evan and Bonnie. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It is a Monday morning.
2: This does not strike me as a sexy romantic time, but okay.
1: Yeah, Monday mornings are not really a sexy romantic time. You're the most famous person in the world. Well, I beg to differ on that one.
3: Everyone's looking great. Nice and sexy.
1: That's right. We're looking great. We're looking nice and sexy this morning. That's for sure. 6.07 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. The time is 6.07. Mr. Clock would you certify?
4: It's now six oh seven a.m. That's
1: right. As Mr. Clock says, it is six oh seven. We are back in the saddle on a Monday after a fantastic weekend. Bonnie, how are you today?
5: I can't really complain. You know, I spent some time in Palm City yesterday and talking to uh, some friendly people there.
1: Mm-hmm. And it was a
5: gentleman on my table that told me the sad news that our Martin County Little Leaguers uh, lost in their game. Yeah. And just by a single. Run, and you know. But I told the gentleman, I said, you know what a, what a great time, what what an exciting moment it was for our Palm City Little Leaguers uh, to even make it where they did, and uh, yeah. playing in a very big game, the World Series.
1: It was uh it was crazy. But I tell you what, man, my hats off to that manager. He's just incredible. The way he talks to those kids, the way he nurtures those kids, loves on those kids. Uh, and and treats those kids just like his very own.
5: It was really nice to have him on the air. I mean, he was, you can tell that man's just quality. And yeah, you know, taking the kids to where he took them, you know, having to regroup the kids too after they're out like a whole season because of COVID-19, mm-hmm. getting them all together and, uh, it, you know, the teamwork and the bonding and the teamwork and how they improved and, you know, the World Series, man. But uh, yeah, it ended though. It ended uh, one to nothing uh, against uh, East Lake. I, guess. I want to play
1: a short video clip of him talking to the kids right afterwards.
6: And right. And I will and never the forget teamwork teamwork the thirteen and of you, how they improved, and
5: what we accomplished, and, you know, the World Series, man. All right, but, this uh,
1: makes uh, sense. Uh, give me a minute. Let me just um, let me just uh, share that on my page, and I'll flip it over here because uh, it's 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 doing what's called a backslap. So to speak, because we're running video at the same time. So I love
5: their that. uniforms. Look at the colorful uniforms. Uh, they mm-hmm. remind me of our Miami Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> the, same, the same colors. I the think teal. that's a very
1: cool color.
5: Yeah. And the teal, the orange. You got the white lettering of the numbers on their jerseys.
1: Yep. For they sure. Have, like
5: little cool kids
1: uh, out there. Let me find that right here. Give me one second. And here it is. Okay. So here's the uh, manager after the loss speaking to the kids.
0: Love you guys. All right. And I will never forget the 13 of you and what we accomplished. All right. Listen, make sure you make sure you talk to your parents. They feel worse than we do. I love you guys. And I know they feel the same way. We'll get your heads up. We'll walk out of here high. Hey, come in. Hands in. Not hands in. How about a group hug? I need a hug right now. I'm going to fall down. Group hug, guys. <laughs> I love you guys, man. I love you so much. I love everything about you guys. Thank you for the greatest, sum- greatest summer of baseball I have ever had in my life, and you guys too. All right, we'll be okay.
1: All right, have a good time. Okay, here we go, guys. Let's go. Good job. Great job. Great job. He cares so much about those kids. Just yeah. Like even, yeah, wow.
5: Uh, yes, yes, he really does. And if
1: you listen very carefully. You could hear him getting emotional, and his voice cracking just a little bit.
5: I liked what we asked him last week about how the kids, um, you know, these kids are like twelve and thirteen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how they were when they entered that big stadium and all the lights for the very first time. Yeah. And I think he was like, yeah, yeah. You could see you could see the nervousness a little bit, yeah. which which is going to come. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like
1: the fact that something really stood out. What he said, he goes, "I love you guys." And I will never forget the 13 of you and what we accomplished. Thank you for being the great... Thank you for the greatest summer of baseball I've ever had in my life.
5: It takes me back to high school sports and when I played basketball and like, you know... We would always want to make it to state, you know, and win the state championship. Mm -hmm. And when we would start getting in the playoffs and, you know, we started to win here and there, it seemed like we always went to maybe a bigger town or a a bigger school to play. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, getting in some of those fancy gymnasiums, too, you know, when I was younger and just playing on them. Yeah. And. You know, the lights and the excitement and the friend, you get really frenzied over it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're like a nervousness to where like your heart starts flying right out of your chest.
1: Yeah. yeah. So what, uh, what'd you do this weekend? Anything exciting?
5: My weekend was pretty normal, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, nothing Nothing to write home about. No
1: kids. You were kidless. Yeah.
5: Shopped. I thrift shopped. I visited people in Port St. Lucie at their garage sales. Oh, okay. So I kept it kind of like in my own little neighborhood section going out to shop. But I found some terrific items. Mm. Thrift shopping. I found some really cool clothes. Okay. The deals were cool. I walked out with shoes, dress, shirts, and you know, maybe they're so exciting, maybe I'll wear them to work here, really, once or twice. you know you have yet to
1: wear a dress to work. I know yet it, I'm i' I'm, so un- I'm here almost two years with oh, you because I
5: never wear a dress to work. I feel so uncomfortable for some reason when I' sitting here wearing a dress.
1: jeez, I
5: don't know. Just like I like throwing on my jeans. Okay. Of uh, this morning, it's my scrubs. Okay. Because I got to go and massage. Right, you're
1: massaging. Monday is a massage. I just days.
5: like to be colorful. I like the colors that you have on this morning. Oh, that just, shade it's of just- blue is.
1: It's like a tealish blue. I don't know.
5: It's like the sky to me. I
1: needed something to wake me up this morning.
5: so <laughs> You know, it, and it does wake you up. You know what even wakes you up more is that orange blazing orange shirt that you wear.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the one that takes a battery pack to keep it blazing orange.
5: That's like the sun. You know, we wouldn't even need our lights on in here. That's yeah. like the sun, sunlit light in here. Exactly. Sunshine.
1: I had an, uh, well, an eventful weekend. Saturday, my uh, wife's ba- BFF got married, uh, not got married, her BFF's daughter got married, and it was a very unique marriage. We went all the way up to Melbourne, Florida. It was about 85 miles north of where I live, and I DJed the wedding, and it was on the beach. It was a beautiful wedding and very, very nice reception, but they did a little bit of a reveal at the wedding because the bride was pregnant and nobody knew. Nobody knew. It was a secret.
5: Well, I'm sure her mom or dad probably knew. Well, the
1: parents and the knew. Groom. The par Oh, I would. You know, if the groom didn't know, we're in deep crap <laughs> trouble. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Surprise. That just wouldn't be good. <laughs> Surprise. So anyway, she 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 was hiding her little pooch very well, and when it came time to do the garter and the bouquet, let me set this up for you. Uh you know, at, at a wedding, the groom goes. And takes the garter off of the bride's leg and then they throw the garter and they throw the flowers and then they do what's called the put back on. So the groom goes up and he takes off the garter and instead of taking off the garter, he pulls out a onesie.
5: What's a onesie? A
1: one you don't know what a onesie is? No.
5: What the wow. heck is that?
1: Okay. A onesie, hold on. It it's, sounds it's like a name of a,
5: a boulder or something. Hold on.
1: Baby. Or like
5: a marble. Z. Pull out my onesie. Okay. I'll play a so one this on is, onesie. This
1: is what a onesie looks like. Right there. That's that's a onesie. Oh See is that, that
5: like a little uh or outfit for sna- for a it baby? Sna- it
1: snaps at the crotch area so you can change the diaper. You don't have to take it off.
5: Oh, really? So that's
1: a, that's basically, that's what a onesie looks like. Oh, okay, so and it snaps wide open, right and then
5: you can pull that diaper right, right off. Right, pull and, the
1: diaper right off.
5: Oh, okay, nice and convenient mm-hmm. for if you there's have a little whole, baby. There's a whole
1: boatload of pictures of onesies right there.
5: So he pulled out one of those. So he pulled
1: out a onesie instead, and on the onesie it said, it's a girl. So, of course, I knew what was going on, so I just kind of played along with everything. Oh, wow. So we make the announcement at the the wedding that they're having a baby and they're having a girl and that was like really cool that was a lot of fun and then when it came time for the cake cutting it was a food fight between the groom and the bride you know that's what happens when you get a 19 year old bride and a 24 year old groom yeah, they just went at it. Oh they just, just smashed each food other. Fight. Yeah, it was just a food fight.
5: Yeah, I remember my wedding way back when, and we just uh, we didn't have a food fight, but mm-hmm. we just uh, delivered cake into one another's mouths. Yeah. You know, you feed one another. And
1: I don't <laughs> provoke cake smashing just because the bride's dress is usually so expensive you don't want to get it dirty. Now, on the other hand, the groom, well, the tuxedo is usually rented, so... You, you don't care want to ruin
5: that tuxedo though, Well, right? you
1: can get cake on it and yeah. all that stuff cuz they're going to clean it anyway. Chocolate So cake? the rentals going chocolate? back. It don't Is matter. They dry they dry clean digs it. In? They dry huh. clean it. So it comes out brand new again.
5: What if they pour coffee on it or get coffee stains? They dry stained? clean it.
1: They dry clean it. Everything comes out. They have all these different things to get stains Did out. Did
5: the bride get her dress dirty no. during this?
1: No, she was very careful. But, boy, did she lace it into him. Oh, man, it was good. <laughs> it was is she, is good. She strong,
5: was she stronger than he is?
1: No, she's just a little frail little thing. Yeah. She's just a frail little thing. Just, like, like very
5: feisty, though. Let me see if I that. could
1: uh, bring up a picture real quick. I'll show you. Um, was the
5: crowd cheering when they brought up the baby reveal? And um, you said it was going to be a girl? Did you get, like, a big, woo? ah, oh,
6: It was kind of yeah. cool. It
1: was cool. It was cool. So here is, let me see here. They had like what's called a flower boy. There's the bride right there. See? There she is right there. She's very yeah, pregnant. And you can't tell she's pregnant there. Oh,
5: you can't. No, you can't even tell. She's not she even. She hid it very well. Uh, you know, she could have, um, if I were pregnant, I would be putting the flowers down below at my belly. Mm-hmm. And she has them up rather high. So mm-hmm. her belly's revealed. That's no, the groom. No, she doesn't look pregnant.
1: That's the groom. Right there.
5: He looks like, um, actually, he reminds me of somebody that I know. Oh, okay. Uh-huh.
1: And he's in the service. Uh, there's the onesie right there. Okay. See, it says, and it's then a- we, there were three.
5: Oh, it's a black onesie. It's a
1: black onesie with pink uh, uh, plink, pink sparkly letters. Uh-huh. It says, and then there were three, and then on the other side it says it's a girl.
5: Where was this wedding? Up in Sebastian?
1: Um, Actually, yeah, it was like Sebastian, Melbourne area. Um, went all the way up to, like, exit 186 O'Galley Boulevard, um, and then just took that all the way, like, mm-hmm. down to the end of the beach.
5: Oh, yeah, beach wedding, Yeah, too. beach
1: wedding, so it was really nice. And
5: Rachel went, too, of course. Yeah, because, because... it was
1: her BFF. Yeah. Um, that That's Rachel's BFF right there. On the right, and then Very there's nice. the bride and the groom and the dad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's Rachel's B. Uh, that's Rachel's BFF from long time ago.
5: Yeah, they've been friends for years. Yeah, did like, they graduate high school together? I think or they, they went to
1: school together also as well. Yeah, but I I also did something at the wedding too that I haven't. You know, Rachel never goes to weddings with me because we just don't mix business and pleasure. So this is one of like this was like a rare occasion that she was that she was with. Yeah. So. We were playing, and it kind of got a little awkward also that night night because I have in my music – you're going to laugh at this one. I have in my music repertoire like a quarter of a million songs in my hard drive. Mm -hmm. So we were playing dance music, and then I slowed it down and played a slow song. And the slow song I played was um, by – I think it was Mark Wills. No, it was Alison Krauss and Keith Whitley – when You Say Nothing at All.
5: Oh, that's a beautiful, really song. Really pretty song. Yeah.
1: Well, it got awkward because that was Rachel's BFF's wedding song of her ex-husband and her. Oh. <laughs> and the ex-husband was at the wedding.
5: Okay. I mean, yeah. we're, well, were they getting along? Are they civil? They don't get along. No, of, no. So you didn't see no. them sitting at a table no, with one another?
1: No. We got We got stuck with him at our table.
5: Okay. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that made things was... a little bit awkward. So but... I
1: yeah, so I play the song <laughs> and Christine goes over to Rachel and says, um, this is really awkward. <laughs> of all the songs I could have played, I played her her and her ex-husband's wedding what song.
5: What if that song reunited that's like, them but that's, and they that... would get up and start no, dancing? No,
1: no, it wouldn't happen. Yep. It just trust me, it wouldn't happen. But the odds of that are 1 and a quarter of a million. Mm-hmm. Honestly, one and a quarter of a million. That,
5: that would be the song. That, that, that you would, would be the song. <laughs> so Christine comes
1: up to me and she says, um, Could you change the song? This was mine and wow. Brad's wedding song. So I I immediately changed it. Yeah, but the odds of that—the odds of that, that happening—are like one and a quarter in a of a stack. million. Yeah, <laughs> it was—it was, it was just—it was strange. I smell your coffee, by the way. Oh, do you, no, leave good? it there. It smells good. Yeah. I told you, I love the—the the smell of coffee. I do.
5: I really like it. I too, love the smell yeah. of coffee. I'm loving the taste. I got Folgers of this weekend.
1: Folgers in your cup. They had a
5: buy one get one oh. of the Folgers okay. at Publix okay. this week, so I got a buy one get one. I like the medium nice. dark.
1: Lately. nice so then later on later okay. on in the night I decided all right I'm gonna do something and shock my wife and so I, I played our wedding song from 23 oh. 22 years ago did she get up which and is dance I with crossed you? my heart by George Strait. Uh. so as soon as I hit play, I come out from behind my little DJ stand and I point to her and I went like that. Oh, I gave her like sweet. that finger, like "come over here, you little sweetheart." Oh, so we danced. That's sweet. so we danced for like sweet. two two minutes or so, and then she sat back down and I went back and did my thing. But that was kind of really cool. Just it was cool to to have a like two minutes to dance my wedding song with yep, my wife because
7: she
5: doesn't come out with you to every no, she wedding. Never goes. Like she work. never
1: she never goes to a wedding. Never yeah. goes to a wedding that I'm doing. We just have a professional thing that we just don't mix. We don't mix business and pleasure because, oh, yeah. you know. It is 622 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie, standing by. Good morning, Bonnie.
5: Good morning, Evan. In Port St. Lucie, a 39-year-old man was shot and killed Saturday night at his home off Kidderman Road, according to St. Lucie County Sheriff's officials Marcus Davis Leith Died after two men with guns entered his residence in the 6500 block of Las Palmas Way, east of US 1 in Port St. Lucie, and shot him inside his house, officials said. It's unknown what time the shooting occurred. St. Lucie County Sheriff's deputies and detectives believe the shooting was a targeted incident, officials said, so there's no danger to the public. Leith is listed as the house's owner on the St. Lucie County Property Appraisers website. Investigators from the sheriff's crime scene unit were at the scene Sunday. Yellow crime scene tape surrounded the home with two vehicles remaining in the driveway. Three of the unit's vans were parked in the street. The dead-end road is lined with single-family homes. Security cameras are located on top of a pole at the street's entrance, but it's unknown if they're working. No further details about the slaying were available Sunday afternoon. Anyone with information about the incident is asked to call St. Lucie County Sheriff's Officials at 772-462-3230 or Treasure Coast Crime Stoppers, 800 273 eighty four seventy-seven. Nearly three hundred and seventy-four thousand Treasure Coast residents, about fifty-eight percent of the population, had been at least partially inoculated against COVID-19 through August nineteen, according to the Florida Department of Health's latest data. As unvaccinated patients fill local hospitals in record numbers, health officials urge the remainder of the community to get the vaccine as soon as possible, not only to protect themselves but also others. All Floridians 18 and older became eligible for a shot April 5 per a March 26 executive order issued by Governor Ron DeSantis. Those 12 to 17 are eligible only for the Pfizer vaccine. Moderate to severely immunocompromised people, such as those with advanced HIV infection or who have received an organ transplant are eligible for a second booster shot. According to Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, these individuals must have received their first booster shot of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine at least 28 days prior. All Americans will be eligible for a second booster shot beginning the week of September 20, as long as at least eight months have passed since their first booster the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, announced August 18. There are several locations to get vaccinated in Indian River, St. Lucie, and Martin counties like CBS, Publix, Walgreens, Walmart, Sam's Club, and Winn-Dixie. The Reverend Jesse Jackson and his wife Jacqueline have been hospitalized after testing positive for COVID-19. Doctors are currently monitoring the condition of both read a statement from Jackson's Rainbow Push Coalition. There are no further updates at this time. We will provide updates as they become available. Conservative talk radio host Phil Valentine has died following a lengthy battle with COVID-19. He was 61 years old. His death was announced by Supertalk. Uh, WTN on Saturday afternoon. Valentine had been battling the virus since at least July 11 when he confirmed on his Facebook page that he had been diagnosed with COVID 19. Valentine was a prominent voice on Nashville radio for decades. A seventh Florida school district is imposing a mask mandate on students. Leon County Superintendent Rocky Hanna says daily COVID positivity rates are more than double their highest daily number for last year. He asked Governor Ron DeSantis to reconsider his position.
8: Governor, just as you fight to protect the sovereignty of the state of Florida, we are simply asking you to have that same consideration for us.
5: Hanna says Leon County has seen almost one-third as many cases in the first seven days of classes as it saw in all of the last school year. And lastly, this is the first day of school in Florida's largest school district. Miami-Dade Superintendent Alberto Carvalho says it will be the first time in over a year that 100% of students and employees will be allowed in the district's buildings, and they'll have to be wearing masks under a mandate voted by the school board there. Martin County North Little League's magical summer had to come to an end eventually. On a night where the Palm City team played spectacularly, their opponent was just a bit better. East Lake Little League's Eli Jones threw a no-hitter to lead the Washington-based team to a 1-0 victory, ending Martin County's run in the Little League World Series at Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Jones struck out five, walked two, threw only 77 pitches, and to top things off, he drove in the only run of the game with an RBI single in the fifth inning. Our news time at 6:27, with weather and traffic together next.
9: No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m.
1: Six twenty-eight on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie?
5: As we bring up the latest traffic report, we are seeing one accident. It's on I-95 southbound in Port St. Lucie. This is at mile marker 121, I-95 southbound, just before Crosstown Parkway, with no roadblock from that accident. If you see something, say something, let us know at 220 978 220 220 wstu It's 76 in Port St. Lucie, also 76 in Verona, Italy this morning. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your
10: WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s under mostly clear skies and an isolated shower possible towards the coast. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, heat index values in the triple digits, hazy skies and some inland showers and storms possible. Tomorrow through Thursday, highs in the low 90s, hazy skies, and low rain chances thanks to a plume of Saharan dust, which will continue to filter in throughout the week. Friday through the weekend, the dust backs off a little and rain chances increase slightly, staying hot and humid, though, with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
11: How much do you know about investing in equities, mutual funds, fixed, index, or variable annuities? How about managed accounts? Did you know many people use all of these and for different reasons in order to diversify and be successful with their goals. Truth is, there's no one solution for anyone's retirement. What about the fees, risk, liquidity? This is Denny Artachi, an independent financial planner with over 27 years of experience. If you'd like a transparent, non-sugar-coated education on your choices, then give me a call, 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. It won't cost you anything just to talk. And don't you really want to know more? Call me. It's my passion, and I'm here to help. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, a registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Blackridge Asset Management is a separate and independent entity from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC.
12: Six years, the St.
11: Lucie Draft House has been known as the coolest place for sports on the
12: Treasure Coast. College game plan, NFL ticket, NASCAR and MLB package all collide this
2: fall. With forty-two TVs, they've got you covered, sports fans. Families have been gathering at the St. Lucie Draft House for years to enjoy chicken wings in one of their twenty-two different sauces. Burgers include their famous Bourbon Burger or Blackjack Wrap, the one everyone craves. Or try the Cubans and roast beef paninis.
12: St. Lucie Draft House has happy hour. Or seven days a week from 2 to 7. So get there early to enjoy 241 drinks and happy hour
2: food specials. Dine in or carry out at the St. Lucie Draft House, U.S. 1 at Ketterman Road, St. Lucie County. Call them at 460-2338. 460-2338.
12: St. Lucie Draft House,
2: Where good food and great times are always on tap.
13: You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with
1: Evan and Bonnie. 633 on the Get Up and Go Show. It's the Monday morning edition with Evan and Bonnie, and it's time to do viral videos. All right, so this is a great video. I found it this morning. A woman went to a tanning bed, and she thought she was putting these protective stickers over her eyes, and I'm not going to say what they were, I'm just going to let the video and the audio, and Bonnie, you can observe this as well on video here. Okay. I'll let you observe it, and it's it's pretty funny.
7: Okay. Okay. So yesterday, face. I was talking to one of my girlfriends. Yeah, she has her hand over her face. Going to the tanning bed, okay. and that I haven't been in a really, really long time. And she goes regularly, so she proceeds to tell me, you know, things have probably changed a little bit since last time you went. So she gives me this little packet, and she said, "Use this when you go to the tanning bed." I'm like, okay, I take it, and I don't look into it or anything or asking questions. So when I get to the tanning bed, I open it, and inside the little packet, you know, is like some wipes, um, like cleansing wipes. And there's also these two little stickers in there. So I look at it, and I'm like, oh, okay, so they don't do goggles anymore in the tanning bed. They give you these stickers to make sure you don't open your eyes. So I put them on my eyes, lay in the tanning bed. I leave, and when I leave, the girl kind of looks at me a little funny, but doesn't say anything. We work gets so get good. get in my car, go home. Well, I'm one of these that I get even more rad the longer time passes. Y'all, you just have to see. Y'all, they were (laughs) pasties.
1: Pasties. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Pasties. Now, pasties are not meant for your eyes. They're meant for your breast area.
5: I hope they're not used pasties. Boy, do I feel sorry <sighs> for her if they're used.
1: Ooh, man. <laughs> that was brutal. <laughs>
5: now, how did she get the hands on those pasties? Was the, um... Her
1: friend gave them to her. Okay. And she thought...
5: It was
14: to cover her to eyes. To cover open. her eyes. Yeah.
1: So she didn't think nothing of it, put them on her eyeballs, uh-huh. and voila, when technically... They're supposed to cover your nipple area on your breasts when you go into a tanning bed if you're tanning nude or topless.
5: And she puts them in the wrong She
1: didn't know area. any better. <laughs> So she put them on her eyeballs.
5: I like the little, it looks like they made little uh, flower it images. It looked
1: like clovers.
5: Yeah, like four-leaf yeah. clovers or something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was hysterical.
5: That's cute, you know, and I, I like her sweet little voice and that accent yeah. that she had.
1: She had a great attitude about it. She does. She wasn't mad at all. <laughs> There's another video out there. It's a competitive eater by the name of Raina Huang. Who conquered a ten pound burrito? The ten pound burrito challenge at Taco's La Shula in Orange, Texas. They say if you can eat the whole thing in an hour, your meal is free. Absolutely free. All right, listen in. Hey,
10: buddy, I arrived in the city of Orange, Texas. I am standing outside What do you see the Taco
1: size British of this China? bad boy, Bonnie? The
10: gusto Burrito Challenge. So I am going for a win number overall. Overall win number five hundred and three.
1: Five hundred and three. So ready
10: to eat some burritos? Let's go inside this place and check it out. Yay! She's a
5: tiny little girl too.
1: Yeah, she's a little pistol. She's oh.
5: really cute.
1: All right, let me go forward here. The
5: over there. Oh my god, this is so exciting! I totally
10: did Now other
1: people thing. are inside Ooh. attempting to eat the burrito. Yeah. Now here comes hers. Look at the size of that bad boy, Bonnie. That
5: has to be at oh, least what three? It's feet, ten pounds. Four feet Look long. At that. Woo, all right.
1: She's the frail little thing.
0: This is like a three or four foot burrito, I swear.
1: It's three feet long. They give her gloves and everything. All right, here she goes. So she's going to town on this burrito.
5: Wow, look at her go.
1: All right, she's literally. She's go I mean
5: she's like a professional eater now. She is she, She's a she professional gets those eater. Contests. Right, so Man. now
1: now they speed it up a little bit. Okay, they put it in fast motion because we're not gonna sit here. Okay, now again they say if you can eat this bad boy in sixty minutes or less, your meal is free. That's all you get.
6: Yeah.
1: Okay, now you see you see what she's doing here. Okay, she's she's still going. She's five and a half minutes in, and she's got over half of it gone. All right? And she's going and going and going and going.
5: Good gosh. Where is she putting all that? Right? There's, like, big guys in there, like, really right? big fellas in Look back at of that. her. And those Nine
1: minutes and four nine seconds. Nine minutes.
5: And those big fellas in back of her, they probably can't even do that. No. <laughs> no, I mean, you got to get John Candy in there, though. Oh, John Candy, rest your soul. Mm-hmm. When he was in, was it uh, the movie The Great Outdoors, mm-hmm. I want to say, mm-hmm. where he ate the 96er. It was like a huge steak. Yep. Right on that note, too. And if you ate all the steak, mm-hmm. you would get the meal for free for your entire family. There's lots,
1: There's lots of places that do eating challenges where they give you copious amounts of food. And if you can eat it in a certain amount of time... It's for free.
5: Yep, yeah, and you know, you, and like they did in the great outdoors, if you can do it, you should be able to eat your whole family or feed your whole not, family for free that right, night.
1: not eat your whole family, <laughs> feed your whole family. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I, going, going back to the weekend, because I ran out of time when I was telling you earlier, I also did a thing on Sunday.
5: Oh, what, you, what did you do? I, I did a thing on Sunday. Did you do Sunday.
1: something new? Yeah, well, I bought something, and there it is oh, right there. Oh, let's see. That's what I bought. That's it. You bought the scooter. I bought the scooter. Oh, there that's it is. nice. There it is. I went and bought it, went up and got it. Oh, yeah. Brought it back.
5: Look at that. It's yep. nice and big. Mm-hmm. You know, a nice big scooter. Yeah. You can kind of like ride around on. Does mm-hmm. Rachel want to ride it too? Well, she's we, going to take it for a spin? I'm
1: going to get it registered today, so I'm going to get the tag and everything today when I get off the air. Right on. But um, I brought it home, and I had it in the driveway. I... You know, I pulled it out of the trailer, just took it around the block once, yeah. and she comes home from the grocery store, and the first thing she says, I want to try the scooter.
5: <laughs> of course.
6: And I'm like,
1: oh boy.
5: <laughs> it, looks, it looks rideable. You like, don't I know, would like to get on but see, it, too. see, the
1: thing is, you don't understand Rachel. I love my wife to death. I do, but she's also clumsy, and this is probably her calling right now. Good morning. You're on the air. Hello. Wait. There we go. Okay. Hello. Good morning. You're on the air.
5: It is your wife calling.
1: Yes. Now, my wife will admit she is clumsy. Correct.
2: Absolutely.
1: She knows. She knows it. Okay. Rachel is the only girl that most people fall downstairs. When we lived in Green Acres, yeah. she fell upstairs.
5: How do you fall upstairs? Don't ask. It's like She's in the reverse. only
1: one that can do this. <laughs> Trust me. Oh my gosh. She's the only person in God's green earth that can fall upstairs. I love her to death. So when she asked me to ride this scooter yesterday, I prayed to Jesus like you have no idea.
5: So did you take her out for a spin, Rachel? I did. And you gotta tell your husband that you gotta say, I'm clumsy, not drunk. <laughs> I can ride this scooter, darn it! Well, I wasn't even very short either, just because I lack balance.
1: Yeah, she's, okay. I told you she's very clumsy. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. I and, uh, and again, I preface it. I love my wife to, to 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 no end, but and she will. It's the one thing that she will agree with me on. Very rarely. That she is clumsy, and I say it with 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 hugs and, and love Aww. and everything, and, and she knows I'm just teasing.
5: She so does. did you ride it around the block? She did. did. Oh, that's yes. great. I did. Yep. And I, I managed to stay upright. Uh, good for excellent. Yeah, she, she stayed. Excellent. She stayed. She stayed upright.
1: Yeah. Um, it was. I was watching the clock to see. You know, <laughs> and I'm waiting for her, and waiting and waiting, and took a little longer than I thought. So I'm like, all right, do I need to call the police? Do I need to get in my car? Did she fall? And then all of a sudden, I hear the scooter coming down the road. Rum, 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 here comes Rachel.
5: <laughs> How fast does that scooter go? Um, the... I got it up to like 25. She got up to 25. I was just trying to push the speed a little bit just to see... How comfortable I was. Yeah, but around those uh, local blocks, that's 25. That's all you need, yeah. right?
1: It's um, It's got a maximum speed of 35 miles an hour. Excellent. So, yeah. yeah, it does. So it's just something that I bought on a whim, something to have just to... You know, tool around the neighborhood. Maybe I'm, I'm gonna, probably going to ride it to church on Sunday.
6: Nice. Gavin says I better leave at
1: <laughs> six in the morning because it may take me a while to get there. <laughs> Thirty-five miles and thirty miles an hour.
5: I bet you can't get wait to get home just to get on it and play with it yeah. for a while. Well, you, you, you know, know when you get a new toy, yeah. Don't you just want to work it? Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. And then I think course,
5: next up we should get a golf cart.
1: Oh God. <laughs> Well, those are a little more expensive. They're about $5,000, $6,000. You know? Go ahead. Say it. So.
5: In time. In time. Do you All see right. people riding around your neighborhood? A golf cart's like in a golf cool thing. Carts? Yeah, we do. We yeah. do see
1: people in golf carts riding around the neighborhood. I'm always
5: afraid, like, when I go through, uh, it's Westmoreland in Port uh-huh. St. Lucie, I always, like, you know, go extra slow, and I mm-hmm. watch out. I'm afraid they're going to come dodging out in the middle yeah. of the nowhere. I don't want to hit one.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then I told Bonnie about how I um I played our wedding. I told Bonnie the story about I played um Chrissy's ex her and her ex husband's wedding song, and that it was like just really awkward.
15: <laughs>
5: yeah, <laughs> just it. I heard you had a lovely dance, though, Rachel. I did. Oh. That just melted my heart when <laughs> Evan said that. Was that the last dance of the evening? No. no. It was
1: It was about halfway through. Yeah. Wow.
5: That's uh, excellent.
1: Yeah. it's We never we haven't danced in that. God, it's, <laughs> I can't even remember how long it's been since her and I danced together.
5: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was cool, though. Yeah. It was a moment. It was a special moment. It really was. It was. It was very
5: special. Did it bring tears to your eyes?
1: Brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> yep. I'll admit it. I'm a wuss. <laughs> it brought tears to my eyes. I cried the drop of a pin. You could just go boo and I'll cry.
5: Doesn't it make it such a good Monday, though, when you have such a good weekend? Isn't Monday all that much better after you come off of a a good weekend like you did?
1: It it does. It really does. It really does. It was a
15: good weekend.
1: Yeah, it was a great weekend. Did some grocery shop. Rachel went to the grocery store yesterday. Picked up a couple hundred bucks worth of food. Wow! Yeah,
5: I brought home ribs last night from Winn Dixie. They Ooh. had them in their deli already made.
1: Now, do you get? Oh, so they so were they already were done, hot and oh, okay, cooked fresh okay.
5: when I brought them home. We
1: usually get the uh, what do we get the country fried rib, or the country the country rib? style country style ribs, and we cook them from scratch.
5: You know, I don't. I've never cooked ribs before. That's, get with
1: Rachel. She'll tell you how to do it. That's
5: why I bought them hot, yeah, <laughs> not ready made.
1: Raquel will tell you how I to do it. Call my dad. Yeah, yeah, we do a Tennessee style.
5: <laughs> speaking of tennessee did your dad um was he around any of that flash flooding that went on it was not um he said where he was they didn't really get a lot of rain mm-hmm. but he knew and he said in central tennessee he said he had heard that there was a lot of uh, rain and a lot of flooding yeah that was uh just really really bad some people and kids even missing during in that flood i think a guy had been holding his twins to some sort oh yikes uh, the rains let's see if i was uh looking at it here i think the rains came up and uh knocked his young twins like right his toddlers got swept from their arms his arms right in oh, the wow. middle of it and
15: well there was um a video um of loretta lens ranch
5: and all it looks like is just nothing
15: but like a river of water coming down through it yeah yeah
5: some of these uh images from it this morning are just they're just hideous man just hideous
1: crazy crazy stuff all right kiddo we got to run we got to uh get to news have a a marvelous day and i will talk at you later okay love you love you too hon bye-bye uh, it is six forty-seven right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. All brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on any type of precious metals. It's always. St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie is standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Ms. Bonnie.
5: Good morning, Evan. Investigators in Palm Beach County are looking into the shooting death of a teenager who was discovered in the back of a pickup that sped from Lake Worth Beach to Hope Sound on Friday night, officials said. The high-speed pursuit ended after 9.40 p.m. on County Road 714 when a Martin County Sheriff's Office pickup conducted a pit maneuver, turning sideways in front of a vehicle to make it stop on the fleeing vehicle, Martin County Sheriff William Snyder said. The incident began in the 4900 block of Kirk Road in Lake Worth when a 911 caller told a Palm Beach County dispatcher that someone had been shot and killed and two people were dragging the body to a canal, officials there said. As deputies responded, the caller told dispatchers the pair had instead put the body in the bed of a gray Ford F-150 and fled the scene. Authorities in Palm Beach notified the Martin County Sheriff's Office as the pickup traveled north on Interstate 95. Snyder said his deputies deployed stop sticks, but the Ford driver, speeding at more than 100 miles per hour, avoided the devices. However, about a dozen other vehicles, including some sheriff's cruisers, struck the sticks, Snyder said. The sheriff's office will pay the cost for the punctured tires, he said. The pickup ended... Uh, exited on CR 714, where it was stopped. Deputies found the driver, a female passenger, and the dead body. Martin County deputies identified the driver as 17 year old Carlos Castaneda. The names of the passenger and the dead teen in the bed of the truck were not released on Saturday. Florida Congressman Matt Ga- Gates is no longer single.
16: The Northwest Florida Republican describes himself on his Twitter page as a firebrand, a Florida man, and just added, happy husband. Gates and fiancé Ginger Luckey got married in a private ceremony on California's Catalina Island. He shared pictures on Twitter after Vanity Fair broke the story. Gates remains under investigation in connection with former Seminole County tax collector Joel Greenberg, who pled guilty to charges including sex trafficking and is cooperating with federal prosecutors. I'm Gordon Bird.
5: In Nashville, Tennessee, at least 21 people were dead and dozens remained missing Sunday after record-shattering downpours triggered flooding across parts of the state. Humphreys County Sheriff Chris Davis confirmed the death toll and said 25 to 30 people were missing. Among those killed were twin toddlers swept from their father's arms, according to surviving relatives. Public Information Officer Gray Collier said hundreds of homes may be uninhabitable. The flooding took out roads, cell phone towers, and telephone lines. The Hardest-Hit area saw double the rain that area of Middle Tennessee had in the previous worst-case scenario for flooding, meteorologists said. Waverly business owner Kansas Klein told the Associated Press that a housing area known as Brookside apparently suffered the most damage from the floods. In Port-au-Prince, Haiti, Haiti's uh, Civil Protection Agency said Sunday that the toll from this month's Magnitude 7.2 earthquake has grown to 2,207, with 340 people still missing. The agency said via Twitter that 12,268 people were injured and nearly 53,000 houses were destroyed by the August 14 quake. The new toll comes at a time when relief operations are expanding, but authorities are struggling with security at distribution points Gangs have hijacked, aid trucks, and desperate crowds have scuffled over bags of food. Well, lastly, Texas Governor Greg Abbott says he has tested negative for COVID-19 just four days after testing positive. I'm told that my infection was brief and mild because of the vaccination that I received, Abbott said in a video clip posted on his Twitter account on Saturday. So I encourage others who have not yet received the vaccination, to consider getting one. The Tampa Bay Bucs are taking precautions after a recent COVID diagnosis. Tennessee Titans head coach Mike Rabel announced yesterday he tested positive for the virus. The Titans and Bucs held joint practices last week in Tampa ahead of Saturday's preseason game. Our news time is 6.52. We have weather and traffic together next.
1: 6.53 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie?
5: Well, one accident is what we're seeing. It's on I-95 southbound this morning in Port St. Lucie. This at mile marker 121 before you hit Crosstown Parkway. And there's not any roadblock from that accident. Here in Martin County, the roads are nice and clear on a Monday morning. And there's your latest look at traffic. Stewart, we have 78, and in Southfield, Michigan, it's 71. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV
10: first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s under mostly clear skies and an isolated shower possible towards the coast. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, heat index values in the triple digits, hazy skies and some inland showers and storms possible. Tomorrow through Thursday, highs in the low 90s, hazy skies and low rain chances thanks to a plume of Saharan dust, which will continue to filter in throughout the week. Friday through the weekend, the dust backs off a little and rain chances increase slightly, staying hot and humid though with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
18: Need your windows clean,
12: but hate the thought of doing it yourself? Call the professionals, Olaf's Window Cleaning. For commercial, restaurants, small businesses, apartment buildings, residential, exterior, and interior, bathrooms, mirrors, screens, and tracks, Olaf's will even clean your chandeliers. Call 772-204-3067. And as a summer promotion, mention this radio ad for a 25% discount through August. Online at Olaf'sWindowCleaning.com or call 772-204-3067.
15: on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app.
13: You're listening to the Biggest Little Radio Show on the Biggest Little Planet, the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie.
19: They could be in there sleeping right now. They know what I know. No roaming from town to town like the fugitive. This guy just stays put. I mean, that is ridiculously ruthless. New this fall, the squatter. And that guy should go to jail. He spent 27 years in a cabin in the woods and hasn't paid rent once. We got cameras that we're putting up. Will the authorities remove him from his New Hampshire hideout? The squatter. If he rides over it. Or is it just beginning? Coming soon to CBS. You ever heard about squatters,
1: Bonnie?
5: Squatters, yes. Uh, yes, I've I've heard of them before. Mm-hmm. Uh, once in a while, we uh, have a call from Gary Busey, mm-hmm. and uh, he was a squatter in a movie that I saw a long, long time mm-hmm. ago. It was called "Hider in the House." Yes, and he was living up in somebody's attic. Attic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> could you imagine if you you know you're you're listening late at night and you hear little footsteps up above? Imagine
1: if it was Gary Busey up in your attic, huh? That, that would be interesting. That would
5: be kind of scary. <laughs> that would be
1: interesting. That would be interesting. Gary Busey calls the program every now and then, so maybe he'll call into us later today. Who knows? Anything's possible.
5: It could be po- We're going to hear from Dr. John Malay a little bit Boy, later too. You just too. read
1: my mind. Oh, did I? I was just going to say that. Oh my gosh. That's sad. that's scary. We're on the same page this early in the morning.
5: It's going to be, it's lovely to hear from them each and every yeah. week, giving us that uh, Martin County school update.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, uh, want to find out what the COVID situation is like in the Martin County school system as well. So our, our listeners, uh, know exactly what's going on, how the whole mask thing is going on because, you know, all these different counties are, are taking it now upon themselves and they're going against the governor's orders as far as the, uh the mask scope that's
5: right and you know people are there's high emotion on either side of the story whether you you want to send the kids to school in mass or you don't want your kids going to school in mass the emotions are high on that right now. yeah
1: definitely and i'm you know what it's i think it should be left up to the parents if you're responsible enough let the parent decide like the governor said and then kind of go from there you
5: know yeah you don't want government coming in and muscling parents yeah. over their kids exactly. I, I sure wouldn't like that exactly either.
1: exactly hey we're going to step back for a moment we're wstu stewart martin county's heritage station the news is coming up next
20: soldiers reported killed in a firefight with unknown attackers at the Afghanistan capital's airport as people, including Americans and Afghans who've helped us during the war, try to get out of the country. Fox's Doug Lazader. The president says he is convinced that he made the right call for this speedy withdrawal from Afghanistan, but speaking yesterday, he acknowledged now that his timeline to get this done by the end of the month may have to change.
17: There's discussions going on among us and the military about extending... Our hope is we will not have to extend,
21: but there are going to be discussions, I suspect, on how far along we are in the process.
18: The White House is facing pressure from U.S. allies like British Prime Minister Boris Johnson,
20: who is pressing for more time. And President Biden spoke with French President Emmanuel Macron. According to a readout of the call, Macron underscored the absolute need for swift, concrete coordination between the allies. Sources with the Taliban now in control of Afghanistan... Tell the Reuters news agency that the August 31st deadline for Western forces to leave will not be extended. The House meets today, interrupting its August recess, trying to get some work done on President Biden's agenda.
18: For the next couple of days, Democratic leaders want to advance a $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation, a $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure measure, and new voting rights legislation. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is facing some opposition internally, however, with a group of moderate Democrats threatening to hold support from the reconciliation package without a final approval vote on the infrastructure bill. Jared Halpern, Fox
20: News. What was Hurricane Henri is a big rainmaker in the Northeast.
9: We still have flood advisories in effect from Pennsylvania all the way up towards New England. So flash flooding is going to be certainly imminent over the next couple of hours. Additional rainfall, one, two, even three inches, depending on where you live and where that low sets up. But we're not done with it yet.
20: Fox Meteorologist Janice Dean. America's listening to Fox News.
2: Business is journey. Sometimes it feels like you're going 100 miles an hour, barely keeping up. But to cruise through challenges, you need someone who's right there with you. That's what Dell Technologies advisors do. They have the tech advice you need to get past whatever's in front of
9: you and get to where you wanna go. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo platform, call an advisor today at 877 Ask Dell.
22: Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans watch Newsmax. It's the fourth highest rated cable news channel. And it's available on all major cable systems. Or find it on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and more. And it's free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, and TiVo. Or download the Newsmax app on your smartphone. Watch it anytime, anywhere. Forbes described Newsmax as a news powerhouse. Millions of Americans are watching Newsmax. You should too. Tune in today. Far-right
20: Proud Boys and anti-fascist demonstrators go at it in Oregon.
11: Opposing rallies drew hundreds of people. Members of Antifa reportedly fought with right-wing protesters in Portland. The two groups had gathered in different parts of the city after a far-right group changed the location of its event. Authorities say demonstrators ignited fireworks and similar devices. Antifa members reportedly dispersed chemical spray. The plans had prompted Portland police to call in all available police personnel. But despite expecting clashes, the police chief said officers would not necessarily... Be standing in between the two groups Police warn drivers to avoid the area And told those involved to leave the area And be peaceful Salty and Brasso, Fox News This is
20: Andrew Cuomo's last day as governor of New York He's stepping down rather than possibly be impeached Over sexual harassment accusations Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochel takes over at midnight After a private swearing-in ceremony She'll be the first woman to serve as New York's governor Cuomo's had the job since 2011 And was expected to run for a fourth term next year Technology used to make coronavirus vaccines could be used to fight other diseases.
9: This is House Call for Health. Moderna is working on a new HIV vaccine, hoping to use the technology they used to make their coronavirus vaccine. Jeffrey Campbell has been with the AIDS Foundation of Houston for the past 20 years. He says there have been many medical advancements over the years, but talk of a vaccine is a big step forward. Groundbreaking.
17: As we're talking about ending the HIV epidemic in America, or plan for America, uh, the vaccine is going to be key to getting us
9: there. Soon to begin phase one of clinical trials to assess the safety and effectiveness. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health, I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News.
20: Detroit Tigers' Miguel Cabrera hits the 500th home run of his career, and Ryan Blaney wins yesterday's NASCAR Cup race at Michigan International Speedway beating William Byron by thousandths of a second. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News.
15: Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond.
2: weight, feel great, and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Fred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose 3, 6, even 9 inches of unwanted belly fat. The weight is over. Call today. 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa. The weight. is
14: here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And a
1: top of the morning to you and yours on this Monday morning, August 23rd, 2021. How are you feeling now? What line of work are you uh, in? I'm feeling pretty good, and I'm what's called a radio broadcast aficionado. May I have your attention, please? Yes, you may. Does
9: anybody mind if I turn on my radio? Yes,
1: go ahead and turn it on and crank it up nice and loud so you can hear us. It's 7.07 this morning. Mr. Clock, would you certify?
4: It's now 7.07 a.m.
1: 7.07 a.m. And, Bonnie, we are off and running at warp speed for a Monday morning.
5: Yes, we are. And, you know, I'll fire it up about this work week, too, where, boy, next Monday, just think, you and I will not be sitting here. We will be sitting at home.
1: In bed. That's right.
5: <laughs> no, we're not going to do the show, you know, from home in bed. No, but <laughs> we're going to, you know, have that morning off with yeah. uh, G and uh, Ray Thomas. Fire up this radio station mm-hmm. while we uh, we get a nice morning off next week. To Actually, the next relax.
1: two Mondays in a row, yeah, we're going to be off
5: because uh, two Mondays. I've um, got a wedding.
1: Now. I've got a wedding next Sunday, very late in Fort Lickerdale.
5: Lickerdale? Yes, you Fort Lickerdale is what I call it. <laughs> so
1: I will not be getting home till probably 1 32 in the morning on a Sunday night. So the uh, Carol and Greg have been very gracious to give us both Monday morning off next week. And then the following Monday is uh, Labor Day. And it's our turn. It's our turn to be off.
5: Can you imagine that? So Labor Day is our turn to be off. And yeah. I guess our turn to be back on then uh-huh. would be the. Next exciting holiday, which would be Thanksgiving.
1: Right, because so, uh, our sister station's off.
5: Yep, Thanksgiving. We will be on the air right here on your airwaves, mm-hmm. um, you know, talking turkey to you.
1: And then uh, September 6th through the 17th. September 6th, which is a Friday. And then September 10th uh, is, uh, let me see, Friday. I'm sorry, not September 6th. September 10th. yes, yeah, September 10th, which is a Friday. We're going to be a blended show. And then September 13th through 17th will be a blended show as well as G is going to be on a uh, hiatus.
5: And so is Ray. Mm-hmm. Looks like Ray is going to take an exciting yeah. week off too. Yeah, so so uh, we're going to be all blended. And lots of good stuff. Talking to our friends up in Fort St. Lucie in the mm-hmm. Fort Pierce area yeah,
1: definitely that week. D- definitely so without a doubt. Let's do some birthdays. Use As you mentioned before, today's date, August 23rd, 2021, if you're born August 23rd. Happy birthday to you. Bonnie, what do you have?
5: Just, I guess, happy birthday to Rick Springfield today, who everybody knows. Oh,
1: my gosh. I've done everything for you.
5: Dr. Noah Drake is turning 72 today, yes. Oh, my gosh.
1: Love that guy. (laughs) Yeah. Jesse's girl. He's got so many hits. I was a Rick Springfield nerd back in the day, in the 80s, and I went and saw him at the Orange County Convention Center. And man, was he good.
5: Yeah. What year did you see him in?
1: Oh, geez. You would ask me <laughs> that. That's um okay. Let me would, think. Give me a minute. I'm going
5: to guess and say it was 84.
1: You're close. It was like 83, 84. Yeah. Yeah. Right in that area. Yeah.
5: I remember my cousin playing. He had the 45 record in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I was visiting my cousins. Mm-hmm. And he kept playing. Jesse's Girl, like over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I could hear him through the doorway and, you know, the song would stop and then he'd play it again. Yeah. He must have just really loved that song. Great
1: tune. Great tune. Um, Kobe Bryant passed away in 2020, celebrating a birthday in the heavens today. Got to mention him. He... Is literally probably the goat.
5: That was one year ago today? Yeah. Was that incident? No, no,
1: not that he died a year ago today. Today's his birthday. Oh,
5: today would be Kobe's birthday.
1: Today would be Kobe's birthday. He was born in 78. So it's 88, 98, 08, 18, 19, 20, 20, He'd be 43 years old. Yeah. Wow. Gone way too soon.
5: Oh, I'm, I'm telling you.
1: Gone way too you soon. You
5: bet. And that beautiful wife and, you know, family yeah. that he leaves behind.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Lin is 33. That's the Asian American basketball player who came out of nowhere to become an NBA star. Skyla Gordy is 35. That's Barry Gordy's grandson and Sky Blue, in LMFAO. Now, we all know who that is. Those are the people that do Party Rock is in the house.
6: Oh, yeah. Very, very popular yeah. song. And yeah. I'm
1: sexy and I know it. <laughs> that's not not I'm not me saying that I'm sexy, and I know it, but that's just the name of the song.
5: Those are like really fun songs, both great of them. Tunes, great. Yeah. tunes, can get up and dance to them both for sure.
1: Jamie Lee Kirshner is forty years old today.
5: Oh, I thought you were going to say Jamie Lee Curtis
1: Nope Jamie Kirshner. Lee Kirshner forty years old today. That's the lead investigator, Danny James on Bull. Joanne Frogat is 41 years old today. That's Anna on downtown Abbey. Julian Casablancas is 43. That's the lead singer of The Strokes and The Voids. Uh, Scott Kahn is 45. That's Dano on Hawaii Five O, and Scott Lavin on Entourage. Ray Park is 47. Jay Moore is 51. That's Bob Sugar and Jerry McGuire. Shelley Long 72 years old today Diane Chambers on Cheers
5: I thought she was just magnificent mm-hmm. when you know as Diane Chambers on Cheers and mm-hmm. you know the scenes that she had with Sam on that show mm-hmm. were just like that was pure enjoyment for comedy yep and it it was just grandiose I thought she did an excellent job
1: Rudy Rudiger is 73 that's the real life inspiration for the movie Rudy uh Richard Sanders is eighty one? That's Les Nessman on WKRP Cincinnati.
5: Oh, Les! Les, yes, the one with the uh, with the glasses. Yes, right.
1: Great actor. How
5: old is he today?
1: Uh he's eighty one. Eighty one. Yeah. He's he here's an even better one. Okay, Jeannie from I Dream of Jeannie. The she, one and only Barbara Eden. She's
5: still alive.
1: Ninety years old.
5: Wow. Yes. I, think, I thought she had passed by now. Barbara yeah. Eden. Barbara Eden. And oh man, everybody just really she looks fell like in today. love with her. With I man. Dream of Jeannie. Oh, she was in those scenes with um, J.R. Ewing, the guy mm-hmm. from uh, Dallas. Yeah, used to play on that too.
1: Mm-hmm. Good-looking girl, really, really good actress. Uh, celebrating birthdays in the heavens, uh, Jimmy Jameson. that is the Survivor lead singer, the lead singer of Survivor did songs like High of, the, uh, High of the Tiger. How about Eye of the Tiger, High on You, The Search is Over, I Can't Hold Back, and Burning Heart.
5: Yeah, those were some good 1980s songs, mm-hmm. too, particularly Eye of the Tiger. That yep. would uh, get everybody full of energy.
1: Celebrating a birthday in the heavens, also the one and only Keith Moon. Passed away in 78, that's the drummer from The Who. River Phoenix passed away in 93, that's Chris Chambers in Stand By Me.
5: Oh, yeah, and he passed much too soon yep. to River Jean-
1: Gene Kelly passed away in 96, the magnificent dancer, Gene Kelly. Uh, Bonnie, today is National Health Unit Coordinators Day. Without them, hospitals would be unable to navigate even the most basic health care tasks. So make sure and thank a health care unit coordinator today. Also, it's national. Oh, this is good. You're going to like this one, Bonnie. It's National Sponge Cake Day. Sponge cake? National sponge cake. Why, why do I like a sponge cake? Oh, <laughs> that man. That doesn't
5: turn me on at all, actually.
1: <laughs> National. You don't like sponge cake?
5: I don't even know if I've ever had sponge cake. It's, really? Does it taste, is it kind of spongy? Like the a spongy texture?
1: Oh, man. Sponge cake is like, wow. Especially if you top it off. Well, here, I have something to play in honor of National Sponge Cake Day. Oh!
20: Today is the day of your favorite pastry. National Sponge Cake! Fill it with cream and it's a Twinkie. National Sponge Cake! Some people eat
11: them until they are sick. National Sponge Cake! If that's all you eat, then you'll die really quick. National Sponge Cake! National Sponge Cake! National Sponge Cake! National Sponge Cake! National Sponge! Cake. National sponge cake.
1: That is a great parody. I got to tell you what, I got to give those folks, <laughs> got to tip my hat to those folks that did that.
5: A lot of fun. Too yeah. bad we couldn't be enjoying the sponge cake while listening to it.
1: It's sponge cake is really good, especially if you put, the, the, the key to enjoying sponge cake, in my humble opinion, is putting a topping on it, like Strawberries. Straw, fresh strawberries and some strawberry sauce.
5: Is it like a Twinkie then? Like, it's just like, a, it's
1: like a Twinkie equivalent. without the cream in the middle.
5: Yeah. See, I'm mm-hmm. not too crazy about it. I'm not a, like a huge, huge Twinkie fan mm-hmm. either.
1: Oh, I love Twinkies. Yeah. Now they make the Twinkies with more than just the white inside uh-huh. they make them like with strawberry filling and you see custard them filling yeah, yeah they're everywhere twinkies
5: and little debbies those mm-hmm. are the kind of uh, snacks though that i just yeah. tend to pass up and i'm you know like i'm thankful that i do because they just seem like they've got so many preservatives yeah. and not very good for you
1: now since we're talking about food this really resonates good because man let me tell you i think i might just have to go get me one today i got to find somewhere where i can get one Na- it's National Cuban Sandwich Day.
5: What you know? I when I hear Cuban sandwich, mm-hmm. I get confused. Like what? Okay. What is in a Cuban?
1: Okay, it's a delectable blend of ham, cheese, pork, and mustard.
5: Oh, ham and it's got what? Like what kind of pork? Like a uh, soft pork? Well, pork or is, pork, a...
1: is po- pork is pork is so pork. I don't it's... know if it's pulled or or if it's sliced pork. I'm not sure.
5: Ham and pork. but it's
1: ham so... pork mustard and cheese and i have had a cuban sandwich before and oh it is so bonnie you have got to try it it's but so is good
5: that all it is like there's not uh salami in it nope. like uh I, I always when i think of cuban i think of an italian sub right away mm-hmm. which is far from true right yes so, so far
1: very far from that so
5: cubans but got it's the...
1: it's a cuban sandwich it's called a cuban sandwich and it's got the ham The pork, the cheese, and the mustard. And I swear, if somebody were to bring me a Cuban sandwich right now, I would like pay big time. Really? Oh, yeah. Now I'm craving a Cuban sandwich. (laughs) So if anybody's out there and wants to bring us a Cuban sandwich, Bonnie and I will split it and eat it right on the air.
7: Yeah, I would like to
5: try it. I Mm -hmm. mean, I don't, seriously, I don't, it's like I should have had one. I'm in Florida. I know Mm -hmm. they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. But I'm not really up to snuff on these. They're very
1: popular down in the Miami area. Oh, down I in know. Mi- very very popular down in Miami yeah L- you can get yeah. a, an awesome Cuban sandwich down in Miami
5: Do they sell them like in on every corner down in Miami kind of much like just the, about. like the Philly cheesesteak yeah, just about in, in Philly you got the Philly cheesesteak on every corner yeah
1: that's what their Philly is known for that they're yeah. Philly cheesesteak but sandwiches. I bet down
5: in uh, the Miami area mm-hmm. you've got probably got Cuban shops like on every corner selling these A lot like, of sandwich shops down show. in
1: Miami a lot of sandwich shops sell the uh, Cuban sandwiches. They're
5: popular here too on the treasure coast i mean i hear i see them here and there mm-hmm. if, yeah you'll you'll run into not... places
1: that uh that sell them um if you go to like the fairs and things like that mm-hmm. you can get a great cuban sandwich at like a fair a county fair or something like that oh yeah like the st louis county fair or the south florida fair they sell them there also as well mm-hmm. uh it's national heroes day filipinos celebrate and honor the known and unknown heroes of the Philippine Revolution. So we say happy National Heroes Day to our Filipino friends. And lastly, it's National Cheap Flight Day. Hopefully you uh, folks out there mark your calendars for Cheap Flight Day today well in advance because today is the day if you want to book airline flights, this is the day that you're going to get them at the lowest. Today is the day to fly. Yes, Mm -hmm. National Flight Day. Cheap flight day, I'm sorry. So book your uh, airline reservations on uh, this date.
5: And we were excited to bring that news story out that last week with Allegiant, at least in, was it out of St. Petersburg, where they're flying travelers to Key West? Mm -hmm. And Evan and I were talking last week that we... Wow, maybe, wow, we hope this would spread. Wouldn't it be cool if Allegiant came, like, down to West Palm Beach? If We'd...
1: Allegiant were to fly out of West Palm to Key West, <laughs> yeah. I would be very happy.
5: You would pay, like, a couple of hundred dollars, to like, round trip for it, wouldn't you, Evan? <sighs> you know, Even I'll... at that price. Allegiant, I think it would be worth it.
1: I wonder if maybe it's, like, if you get on in Palm Beach and then it flies you up to, um... Uh, where is it that it's going out of Tampa or something like that?
5: I think it was uh, St. Pete. Is it St. Pete? Yeah.
1: Okay, so let's see here. Let's let's see if they have a Key West in here, H-I-J. Oh, no, it doesn't go to Key West. So it's from, from uh, St. Petersburg is mm-hmm. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much it would cost.
5: Usually those Allegiant flights are not too costly. I know I flew out of Orlando Sanford to uh-huh. go up to Wisconsin one year, and I think it was... Good gosh! It might have only been like seventy bucks one way. Really, it, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't bad at all. I think okay. to pay for to Panga and me, really, I, I think it came to maybe one eighty at the most for both of us to fly.
1: Okay, so I'm looking at uh, leaving on November 22nd, coming back on the 24th from Tampa to Key West. I'll tell you exactly how much it's going to cost you. It's bringing it up right now. I'm just curious. That's not bad. Seventy seven uh seventy seven bucks going yeah. and ninety eight bucks coming back. So for hundred and sixty, hundred and seventy five dollars, it's round trip. I
5: would pay that, you know. Yeah. Rather you know, I've I've driven down to Key West before. Mm-hmm. um can get down there in like five hours. That's I think one time a long haul. One time we got down there in four, but we were heading out early, early morning. You so know, you would rather
1: you'd rather pay the buck seventy five than drive the five hours?
5: I would I would do I would, I would do try it. it. I I would would do do it. it. Yeah, Yeah. I
1: would do it, too. Because, man, that five-hour drive is very monotonous. Extremely. Very, very monotonous.
5: It can be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially, like, if you're in back-to-back traffic, you know, coming out of there, like, on just a two-lane highway. Oh,
1: yeah. Definitely so. 7.22 on the Get Up and Go show. It's time for news once again. Bonnie is standing by at the news desk with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie.
5: Good morning once again. Well, nearly 374,000 Treasure Coast residents, about 58% of the population, had been at least partially inoculated against COVID-19 through August 19, according to the Florida Department of Health's latest data. As unvaccinated patients fill local hospitals' In record numbers, health officials urged the remainder of the community to get the vaccine as soon as possible, not only to protect yourself but also others. All Floridians, 18 and older, became eligible for a shot April 5 per a March 26 executive order issued by Governor Ron DeSantis. Those 12 to 17 are eligible only for the Pfizer vaccine. Moderate to severely immunocompromised Immune non-compromised people, such as those with advanced HIV infection or who have received an organ transplant, are eligible for a second booster shot, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. These individuals must have received their first booster shot of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine at least 28 days prior. All Americans will be eligible for a second booster shot. That begins the week of September 20, as long as at least eight months have passed since their first booster, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, announced on August 18th. Now, some places you can go to get vaccinated in Indian River, St. Lucie and Martin Counties, they do include CVS, Publix, the Walgreens, your local Walmarts, Sam's Club, And Winn-Dixie, the Reverend Jesse Jackson and his wife, Jacqueline, have been hospitalized after they tested positive for COVID-19. Doctors are currently monitoring the condition of both. I read a statement from Jackson's Rainbow Push Coalition. There are no further updates at this time. We will provide updates as they do become available. Funeral services are being held today in Daytona Beach for a fallen police officer, Jason Rayner. He died last week after being shot in the head while on duty uh, two months ago. A 7th Florida school district is imposing a mask mandate on students. Leon County Superintendent Rocky Hanna says daily COVID positivity rates are more than double their highest daily number for last year. He asked Governor Ron DeSantis to reconsider his position.
8: Governor, just as you fight to protect the sovereignty of the state of Florida, we are simply asking you to have that same consideration for us.
5: A 39-year-old man was shot and killed Saturday night at his home off Kidderman Road, according to St. Lucie County Sheriff's officials. Marcus Davis Leith died after two men with guns entered his residence in the 6500 block of Las Palmas Way, east of US-1 in Port St. Lucie, and shot him inside his house, officials said. It's unknown what time the shooting occurred. St. Lucie County Sheriff's deputies and detectives believe the shooting was a targeted incident. Officials said there's no danger to the public. Leith is listed as the house's owner on the St. Lucie County Property Appraisers website. Investigators from the sheriff's crime scene unit were at the scene Sunday. Yellow crime scene tape surrounded the home with two vehicles remaining in the driveway. Three of the unit's vans were parked in the street. The dead-end road is lined with single-family homes. Security cameras are located on top of a pole at the street's entrance, but it's unknown if they're working. No further details about the slaying were available Sunday afternoon. Anyone with information about the incident is asked to call St. Lucie County Sheriff's officials at 772-462-3230 or Treasure Coast Crime Stoppers at 800-273-8477. In westerly Rhode Island, uh, Tropical Storm Henry Weakened into tropical depression Sunday night as it crawled over the northeast and continued to unleash downpours over a region already saturated by heavy rain and wind and knocked out power to over 100,000 homes and swamped roads, closed bridges, and left people stranded in their vehicles. Henry made landfall Sunday on the coast of Rhode Island and the National Hurricane Center warned that the slow-moving storm would continue dumping heavy rains on wide swaths of the region. The storm was downgraded from a hurricane before reaching New England, leaving many to breathe a sigh of relief. There were few early reports of major damage due to wind or surf. Lastly, Mike Richards stepped down as the Jeopardy! host on Friday. This comes shortly after people dug up his 2013 podcast where he made sexist, racist, anti-Semitic, and body-shaming comments. Mike said, quote, it has become clear that moving forward as host would be too much of a distraction for our fans and not the right move for the show. He will stay on as an executive producer and the five episodes that he already taped for the new season will still air. Ryan Blaney needed a push to pass William Byron on Sunday. Kyle Busch provided the boost. With Busch's help, Blaney took the lead on the final restart, then bobbed and weaved his way around Michigan International Speedway to beat Byron by 0.077 seconds. It was the narrowest victory margin in a cup race at this track since electronic scoring began. News time is 728, with weather and traffic together next.
2: So, have you heard this one?
1: right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie?
5: Well, we've been seeing an accident. This is on I-95 southbound in Port St. Lucie at mile marker 121. There's not a tie-up from this accident, so uh, traffic up to speed, you know, really getting through there right now. Uh, Martin County, we take a look at the major highways We're not finding any accidents right here. Everything moving quite nicely, including on U.S. Highway 1. There's your latest look at traffic. It's 78 right now in Stewart and in Espoo, Finland. It's 56. Here's our weather from WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast
10: calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s under mostly clear skies and an isolated shower possible towards the coast. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, heat index values in the triple digits, hazy skies and some inland showers and storms possible. Tomorrow through Thursday, highs in the low 90s, hazy skies and low rain chances thanks to a plume of Saharan dust, which will continue to filter in throughout the week. Friday through the weekend, the dust backs off a little and rain chances increase slightly, staying hot and humid though with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
20: insurance needs. Hi, I'm Frankie Lott. Give me a call. 468-1009. That's 468-1009. We represent the most competitive markets across the Treasure Coast and throughout the state of Florida. Insuring your home, condo, auto, and boat, plus commercial. The Lot Brothers are available 24 hours a day for your convenience. Call me at Lott Insurance Services. 468-1009.
2: so have you heard this one a priest and a rabbi come into this radio station (laughs) really it's a priest and a rabbi right here friday mornings beginning at nine here on wstu am 1450 bring your questions and join their lively conversation with father christian from saint mary's episcopal church and rabbi matt durbin from the temple Beit Haim. it's a priest and a rabbi friday mornings at nine here on wstu
14: do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email, show at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie.
23: This is not headline news. Britney Spears is accused of striking her housekeeper. On the bright side, it's her first hit in a decade. <laughs> <laughs> After calling coronavirus vaccines a scam, the singer of Right Said Fred was hospitalized with COVID. Hopefully he's not too sexy for a ventilator. So sexy, it hurts. Mike Richards has stepped down as host of Jeopardy for making disparaging comments about women. Although women have not apologized for how many comments they made about how hot he was when he began filling in. One of the producers of The Young and the Restless is being sued for sexual harassment. His excuse? It wasn't him. It was his evil twin. (laughs) And the Minnesota Renaissance Festival is back without COVID restrictions. Because what could be more authentic than a real-life plague? This is Not Headline News. From Not Headline News to the stupid stuff. (laughs) And now it's time for Stupid News. It's so stupid
10: and
11: awesome.
13: Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live?
11: Why are people so stupid? Are you effing stupid?
1: You know, I love reading bank robbery stories because those are are really good, especially when you get a stupid bank robber.
5: That's a stupid thing to do to begin with. So, you know, these people are already stupid taking a chance like that.
1: Well, there's a 67-year-old man in England named Alan Slattery who decided to get into the bank robbing business last week, and his first stop was a complete bust. He handed over a note to the teller, but they couldn't even read his poor handwriting. So he left empty-handed.
5: Oh, no, his handwriting was so bad. It was so
1: bad they couldn't even read the notes.
5: They're like, what? What What are you trying to tell us? Mm-hmm. Didn't they have a clue that he was trying to rob them? I mean, what? why do you usually hand a uh, bank teller a note?
1: Well, later on, the employees all huddled together, and they figured it out. And it said, quote, Your screen won't stop what I've got. Just hand over the $10 bills and $20 bills meaning the protective screen that's there and he was insinuating that he had a gun now think about the other customers it's unclear if the screen was a permanent anti-theft fixture or if it was more temporarily anti-covid related
6: oh uh-huh. so huh.
1: he wrote a legible note at bank number 2 and got away with $3000 he also hit up bank number three, but the teller refused to comply. The cops caught him, and he was arrested and pleaded guilty on robbery and attempted robbery charges. And he's going to do four years behind bars over in England.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow! So four I guess years? yeah, I yeah. guess if you're contemplating robbing a bank, um, you might want to write your note a little legible.
5: Maybe have somebody write it for you.
1: Right. Or better yet, type it out and print it. Yeah. Now that's real legible.
5: Or call that girl that had better handwriting than you in second grade. Yeah. See if she's still around and have her write it for you.
1: Yeah. Then she can become an accessory to the crime. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So multiple... Could you imagine that? <laughs> Writing out could you imagine having bad handwriting and you have a friend write it for you and they use it to rob a bank, are you considered an accessory to the crime?
5: Would you now? I I
1: think I'm I'm very serious that I bet question. You, would.
5: you know, you might not get a whole lot of time for it, but I bet there would be something where That's a question be... for
1: our good friend. When that's a good question for Let's ask, you know what? Remind me tomorrow to ask um, Major Budensink if he's here tomorrow yes. or Sheriff Snyder.
5: Okay.
6: Uh,
1: that question. If you write a note for somebody else to rob a bank because that robber's handwriting is not all that good, would you be considered an accessory to the crime?
5: Now let me write it down. Or, Evan, would you write it for me because sometimes I can't read my own handwriting? <laughs>
1: That's a good one, boy. On a Monday, you just threw yourself right under the bus. There, okay.
5: Well, I'm a lefty. That, you know, sometimes I go back and. Gosh, I'll be like, wow, what what was I writing that day? What did I write?
1: Send yourself an email. Okay. There you go. You should be able to read <laughs> oh, that think one. I I
5: could do that. That one's
1: good. Okay. So multiple thieves <laughs> broke into... <laughs> Would you write it for me? I can't read my own handwriting. Multiple thieves broke into a gaming shop in Australia on Tuesday morning last week and stole a large number of rare Digimon trading cards and board games. Then, one of the thieves went back to the same exact shop later on that day and tried to sell them the same rare trading cards that they stole that they earlier.
5: Stole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Don't they think the people that work there are not going to recognize?
1: Not the... surprisingly, the store recognized the cards and they called the cops. The cops then followed the person to the hideout where they found stolen cards as well as two other suspects. Then two hours later, a separate person went into the same store and also wanted to sell some of the stolen Digimon cards. They were also arrested. Mm -hmm. So far, the police have charged five people and are looking for a sixth person. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to steal something from, let's say, a Walmart, and then you take it home... And then hours later, you come back and try to return it to get a store credit. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to catch you because of the security cameras. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just don't do it. No. I'm, I'm sure don't people tried
5: to do that before. I think people yeah. have done that before. No. Yeah. Like Oof. in those um, stealing operations Man, and stuff. Not good. Not good. No. not good. Not good. And if I were those kids, I would get rid of those Digi-Man cards. Yeah. Get rid of them. Yeah. They're you no don't good. Need them.
1: They're no good. A uh, customer's unusual arrival at a Saskatchewan Dairy Queen has resulted in a criminal charge. Around 5 o'clock last week on Thursday, police received a complaint that a helicopter had landed in a high-traffic parking lot in the community. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Landing a helicopter in a parking lot that has a lot of traffic. i
5: bet floods of people running right over there to to witness a helicopter landing.
1: Well, the helicopter blew up a whole lot of dust and debris in the area. That includes a school and an aquatic center. Now, a passenger climbed out of the helicopter, bought an ice cream cake, (laughs) and went back in the copter. The Mm -hmm. landing was not an emergency, according to police. The pilot was licensed. It was illegal, though, to land the helicopter in the area. The 34 year old man is being charged with one count of dangerous operation of an aircraft.
5: Uh, all because he wanted his DQ. Huh? He wanted
1: his Dairy Queen and he wanted an ice cream <laughs> he cake. He
5: wanted it now. So
1: he chartered a helicopter and took it over there and landed it. Wow. Very interesting. It
5: had to be a cool day. A fun day, though, for those working at the DQ.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow. I saw the video of that. It was um, quite a bit interesting.
5: I bet that would be cool.
1: Quite Have you ever bit been up
5: in the, one of those helicopters?
1: I was up in a helicopter once, oh, let me think how long it's been. Um this, Late seventies, early Mm eighties, maybe later in the eighties. I don't remember, but I had won a free helicopter ride in the WRMF Yellowcopter, is what it was called.
14: Oh, really? It
1: was called the Yellowcopter.
5: WRMF was um, around that long. ago, Oh yeah, they've been
1: around for a very long time.
5: Is isn't that the country music station? No, Uh,
1: no, no. no. They're the top. I'm thinking of.
5: I'm thinking of IRK. IRK. Right. Yeah.
1: So I won a helicopter ride in the WRMF yellow with a gentleman by the name of Paul Cavanaugh. Was he who famous? Was, he was the traffic reporter oh, nice. back in the day. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Me and a friend went up in the helicopter. Bonnie, it was the weirdest experience ever in my entire life.
5: Now, did you both wear your deodorant that oh, day? Yeah. Because yeah, we had deodorant on. I would consider that if you're in a helicopter, you're kind of like, mean, up right next to each other.
1: Well, it was very tight quarters. It's Let's just say, do you remember what a Chevy Chevette looks like? Mm -hmm. The little small box car? Oh,
7: yeah, yeah.
5: It
1: was like that and even smaller.
5: Oh, man, that was feeling tight, right? Right. It
1: was the pilot and the co-pilot in the front, me and my friend in the back. And we're all wearing the headsets (laughs) so we can all talk to each other Mm -hmm. and hear everything that's going on. So, and I brought a plastic bag with me because I didn't know if I was going to upcheck oh or not. Oh my,
5: oh, oh, yeah.
1: God.
5: Could you imagine being yeah. in that helicopter when somebody does something like that and the smell? Well. How long of a helicopter ride did you well, have?
1: Well, hold on. I'm not done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it took off from Palm Beach International Airport and we went over to the coast and up and down the east coast of Florida checking traffic.
5: Oh what fun we were, we
1: were up in the air for about hour and a half, two hours. So
5: you went like up and down on the shoreline basically yeah, of much. the coast of yeah. the coast. Yeah, pretty much. Oh man, that had to be exciting. Yeah, it was
1: exciting until I started to get sick. Oh. Uh, and yeah.
5: Oh and did you hold it until you landed? Um, did you get on out of there and... I'm
1: glad I brought a plastic oh. bag. That's all I'm gonna say.
6: Oh no. Yes.
1: I I did a little um I I, I learned a good lesson. Never eat breakfast before you go up in a helicopter. Yeah.
5: Remind me not to go on any carnival rides with you.
1: Yeah. I don't do rides, period. <laughs> I simply don't do rides. So yeah, luckily I had that uh that plastic bag with me. Yeah. Uh needless to say, the cockpit did not have a pleasant smell.
5: I bet not. Yeah. I've never been in one. Wisconsin Dells used to have a yeah. helicopter at one of their water parks and where we would play miniature golf mm-hmm. and the helicopter would come like come landing down on this hill
6: mm-hmm. and you
5: could purchase a ride, you, you know, they gave rides right, right at the, uh, right. Uh, theme park there. Yeah. But I, I just never paid the, I don't know what 30 or maybe $50, yeah. whatever it was to go up in
1: one. I mean, it was fun up until I, um, got sick. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I was I about to uh, be that passenger with you. Well, let's just say you see the color of the wall. That's about the color of my skin. Uh I turned as white as the wall. Wow. It was bad.
5: Would you ever go up in one again? Never again. Even if you didn't eat breakfast first No, never
1: again. I I can deal with flying on an airplane. Yeah. That is not a problem.
5: Would you go on that space shuttle that uh you know, go up with uh Elon Musk and those rich people up there? No. See the atmosphere?
1: No, uh uh no. Not for you. No, you're not getting me up there. Definitely not for me. Not happening. Anyway, that's your stupid news for Monday, August 23rd, 2021. And from the stupid stuff, we have to go to the real stuff. So Bonnie's standing by at the news desk. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town. On any type of precious metals, it's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan.
5: Investigators in Palm Beach County are looking into the shooting death of a teenager who was discovered in the back of a pickup that sped from Lake Worth Beach to Hope Sound on Friday night. The high-speed pursuit ended after 9.40 p.m. on County Road 714 when a Martin County Sheriff's Office pickup conducted a pit maneuver, turning sideways in front of a vehicle to make it stop on the fleeing vehicle. Martin County Sheriff William Snyder said... The incident began in the 4900 block of Kirk Road in Lake Worth when a 911 caller told a Palm Beach County dispatcher that someone had been shot and killed and two people were dragging the body to a canal, officials there said. As deputies responded, the caller told dispatchers the pair had instead put the body in the bed of a gray Ford F-150 and fled the scene. Authorities in Palm Beach notified the Martin County Sheriff's Office as the pickup traveled north on Interstate 95. Snyder said his deputies deployed stop sticks, but the Ford driver, speeding at more than 100 miles per hour avoided the devices. However, about a dozen other vehicles, including some sheriff's cruisers, struck the stick, Snyder said. The sheriff's office will pay the cost for the punctured tires, he said. The pickup exited onto CR714 where it was stopped. Deputies found the driver, a female a passenger, and the dead body. Martin County deputies identified the driver as 17-year-old Carlos Castaneda, The names of the passenger and the dead teen in the bed of the truck were not released on Saturday. Well, in Nashville, Tennessee, at least... Twenty-one people were dead and dozens remained missing Sunday after record-shattering downpours triggered flooding across parts of the state. Humphreys County Sheriff Chris Davis confirmed the death toll and said 25 to 30 people were missing. Among those killed were twin toddlers swept from their father's arms, according to surviving relatives. Public Information Officer Gray Collier said hundreds of homes may be uninhabitable, the flooding took out roads, cell phone towers, and telephone lines. The hardest-hit area saw double the rain that areas of Middle Tennessee had in the previous worst-case scenario for flooding. Waverly business owner Kansas Klein told the Associated Press that a housing area known as Brookside apparently suffered the most damage from the floods. Florida Congressman Matt Gates is no longer single.
16: The Northwest Florida Republican describes himself on his Twitter page as a firebrand, a Florida man, and just added, happy husband. Gates and fiancé Ginger Lucky got married in a private ceremony on California's Catalina Island. He shared pictures on Twitter after Vanity Fair broke the story. Gates remains under investigation in connection with former Seminole County tax collector Joel Greenberg, who pled guilty to charges including sex trafficking and is cooperating with federal prosecutors. I'm Gordon Bird.
5: Texas Governor Greg Abbott says he has tested negative for COVID-19 just four days after testing positive. I'm told that my infection was brief and mild because of the vaccination that I received, Abbott said in a video clip posted on his Twitter account on Saturday. So I encourage others who have not yet received the vaccination to consider getting one. Lastly, Don Everly of the Everly Brothers died Saturday at his home in Nashville. He was 84 years old. His brother, Phil, passed in 2014. Their hits included Bye Bye Love, Wake Up Little Susie, and All I Have to Do is Dream. Martin County North Little League's magical summer had to come to an end eventually. On a night where the Palm City team played spectacularly, their opponent was just a bit better. Eastlake Little League's Eli Jones threw a no-hitter to lead the Washington-based team to a one-to-nothing victory, ending Martin County's run in the Little League World Series at Williamsport, Pennsylvania. News time is 749. We'll have weather and traffic together next.
1: 7.51 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie?
5: Well, Evan, we're not finding any accidents on our roadways right now. It's um, nice and clear. It's our latest report from the Florida Highway Patrol. A smooth ride on US-1. Everything up to speed on the major highways. And if you see something, say something. Give us a call at 220-9788-220-WSTU skies are partly cloudy and it's 78 here in stewart it's also 78 in port st lucie here's more on our weather at WPTV. your WPTV first
10: alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s under mostly clear skies and an isolated shower possible towards the coast this afternoon highs in the low 90s heat index values in the triple digits hazy skies, and some inland showers and storms possible. Tomorrow through Thursday, highs in the low 90s, hazy skies, and low rain chances thanks to a plume of Saharan dust, which will continue to filter in throughout the week. Friday through the weekend, the dust backs off a little and rain chances increase slightly, staying hot and humid, though, with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
12: Need your windows cleaned but hate the thought of doing it yourself? Call the professionals. Olaf's Window Cleaning. For commercial, restaurants, small businesses, apartment buildings, residential, exterior, and interior, bathrooms, mirrors, screens, and tracks, Olaf's will even clean your chandeliers. Call 772-204-3067. And as a summer promotion, mention this radio ad for a 25% discount through August. Online at Olaf'sWindowCleaning.com or call 772 204
21: Today in Ag News, I'm a southeast agnet. The Environmental Protection Agency announced this week it's revoking all tolerances for chlorpyrifos, which establish an amount of pesticide that's allowed on food. The agency will issue a notice of intent to cancel under the Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act to cancel registered food uses of chlorpyrifos. American Farm Bureau Federation is disappointed with that decision, noting it's posing a new problem for many in agriculture, including fruit, vegetable, and soybean growers. AFBF's Sam Kiefer says producers must now turn to fewer, less effective, and more expensive pesticides.
0: For some crops like soybeans, there are some alternatives, but none of them have quite the broad spectrum of coverage as chlorpyrifos. There are other crops, many specialty crops, where there are no alternatives. And EPA says they're committed to work with the private sector to bring new chemistries to the market and get approval. But that is a lengthy process. We're talking years.
21: Now, EPA's action reverses a 2017 EPA mood to keep chlorpyrifos on the market and implements a federal court order to limit the pesticide to only safe uses such as cotton. Keeper says chlorpyrifos has proven effective even when other pesticides failed.
0: What this means is a very effective product is no longer available, and they need to, you know, utilize additional chemistries, and that might be you know, one, two, or three products to replace the one that they used to use, and you know, that could lead to higher cost. It could also lead to more difficulty of getting the job done, and uh, there's a lot of variables when it comes to yields, but there could be a potential there as well.
21: EPA's action appears to take effect immediately, even for on-farm stocks, and ends a 14-year fight between environmental and agribusiness groups. More of this story can be found on our website, southeastagnet.com. Randall Wiseman, Southeast AgNAT.
13: The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give us a call at any time. Now let's get back to the program. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Want your
19: child to remember their birthday party forever? Then hire Unforgettable Kids Parties. Your kids will scream with delight when they get a visit from Bigfoot or take a swim in the Titanic-themed swimming pool where we use a real hunk of ice to represent the iceberg and simulate the cold ocean water. They'll jump for joy in the Hindenburg Bouncy House. Oh, the There's even the Three Mile Island Petting Zoo with glow-in-the-dark costumes and crazy three-headed rats. A birthday party guaranteed to be etched in their minds. They won't forget their special day, and neither will you. Wow,
1: I don't know if I'd want a birthday party like that.
5: I don't, I'd be rather, it would be, seem unpleasant.
1: Ooh, <laughs> that, would be, um, that would be brutal, Bonnie.
5: Yeah, I, I would think so. Do you have those uh, birthday parties when you were a kid, that um, that one maybe birthday party that just struck out in your mind? I
1: used to give my kids these huge birthday parties because their birthdays always fell, not, they were um, nine days apart. Darren, the oldest, was December 20th, and the twins were December 29th. So we would always do a birthday party, like, right smack dab in the middle. Yeah. And one year, we we had the birthday party at this Burger King. Because, you know, we have to invite all the kids from their classes is what we have to do. So you have to figure each class has got 30 kids in it. So we're literally inviting 90 kids to Burger King.
5: You invited that many? Like, you just didn't, like, have them invite their... Closest friends? No, we or... invited.
1: We go big or go home. Oh That's the way we roll in our house. So all the kids are there, and who comes rolling up in a limo that I set up because I was a ring announcer back in the day for WWE back then? The one and only Hulk Hogan oh, shows up at no Burger kidding. King sent the whole place into a tizzy.
5: Hulk Hogan. He
1: hops behind the counter and starts serving burgers to people. It was great. I'll have to bring the pictures in to show you.
5: Did he buy, did he purchase more burgers for the kids at the party? He just
1: was there. He took pictures. He was in town. He did a favor for me. Nice. And he showed up and did his whole thing and just, that was the best party ever.
5: And oh my, did he eat up all the burgers? No,
1: he didn't. (laughs) We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next And then the superintendent of the Martin County School System, Dr. John Millay, will be with us. Don't go anywhere. 42,000
20: and more to go. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. The White House says that's how many people have been evacuated from Afghanistan by the American government or with its help since the end of last month. Vice President Kamala Harris tells sailors on the USS Tulsa in Singapore. We are all insurgents took control of Afghanistan nine days ago. What was Hurricane Henri's hanging around the Northeast, New York, Connecticut, southern New England?
18: 85 water rescues were reported
20: in Newark, New Jersey.
18: Vehicles became submerged and stuck in those roads that looked more like rivers. We are still seeing the remnants of Henri sit over the region and continue with that rainfall. So if you do see those roads that are flooded, make sure that you turn around. Another concern are the power outages. Rhode Island leads the way with just over 40,000 people still without power this morning. As we look over into Connecticut, they have just over 10,000 people without power.
20: Fox's Steve Bender in Bellport, New York. At least 22 people are killed in flooding in Tennessee over the weekend with 20 reported missing. Governor Bill Lee.
18: I think we received about 15 inches of rain in, in a 12-hour period of time. Not sure about that particular number, but close to that.
20: 17 inches of rain fell over 24 hours in Waverly, Tennessee, a record for one-day rainfall in the state. Today's the deadline for health care workers in California to be vaccinated for coronavirus or get tested weekly and wear masks.
2: Also starting today, all Hawaii Department of Education employees will be required to get weekly COVID tests unless they provide proof of full vaccination. All 16- and 17-year-olds in Britain will be offered their first COVID vaccine dose today ahead of school starting next month. Currently, the Pfizer, Moderna, and Oxford AstraZeneca vaccines are approved for use there.
20: is Tony J. Powers. America's listening to Fox News.
2: For your business's journey, sometimes it feels like you're going 100 miles an hour, barely keeping up. But to cruise through challenges, you need someone who's right there with you. That's what Dell Technologies advisors do. They have the tech advice you need to get past whatever's in front of
9: you and get to where you want to go. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo platform, call an advisor today at 877 Ask Dell.
22: Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans watch Newsmax. It's the fourth highest rated cable news channel. And it's available on all major cable systems. Or find it on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and more. And it's free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, and TiVo. Or download the Newsmax app on your smartphone. Watch it anytime, anywhere. Forbes described Newsmax as a news powerhouse. Millions of Americans are watching Newsmax. You should, too. Tune in today.
0: School
20: districts are having a hard time finding bus drivers.
21: The labor shortage and effects of COVID-19 are making the driver's shortfall worse. About half the workforce is over the age of 65 and more vulnerable to the virus. For example, a Montana school district is dangling $4,000 bonuses, and a local bus company offered people to test drive some of the big yellow buses to entice people to get behind the wheel. In Pittsburgh, the driver's shortage is so bad, the first day of school was pushed back two weeks, and more students are going to have to walk to school to ease the shortage. School bus companies are trying to persuade drivers saying it could be good income and hours for retirees or stay-at-home parents. Rob Dawson, Fox News.
20: Some Border Patrol agents in Texas say they're overwhelmed. Boxes, film in Mission, Texas. They say they feel like they've been turned into social workers, babysitters, and that they can't actually physically go out and do their job anymore. A new report from the Washington Examiner really paints a dire picture of how those border agents are feeling as a whole. The Examiner talked to a bunch of Border Patrol agents as well as folks from the Border Patrol Union, and the picture they're painting is that on a whole, border agents say their morale is just in freefall collapse right now. With some agents telling the paper, "quote We feel almost dead inside." Part of the reason and why they feel that way is they say so many agents are being pulled off of field patrol duties and reassigned to help with processing, doing paperwork for all the family units. The CDD reports nearly 213,000 encounters with migrants at the U.S. southern border last month. Attorneys for two U.S. Park police officers will argue at a hearing today in Virginia that their clients have immunity from local prosecutors' attempt to charge them with manslaughter. The officer shot and killed an unarmed driver four years ago after a chase on the George Washington Memorial Parkway outside D.C. Federal prosecutors declined to bring charges, and the defense attorney say federal officers are immune from local prosecution. But Virginia state and local prosecutors say that doesn't apply because the officers' actions exceeded their proper authority. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News.
15: on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. Taking your business to the next level requires money, and the Florida SBDC
21: at Indy River State College has the expertise and connections to help you acquire your growth capital. Hi, I'm Michael Bernard, business consultant with the Florida SBDC at IRSC. We offer no-cost consulting and low-cost training to help you prepare and obtain financing. Whether you're looking for a traditional bank loan, government-backed loan, or a loan provided by an alternative lender, we have the tools, expertise, and resources to help you obtain the financing needed to succeed. While Florida SBDCs do not loan money or administer grants, our consultants maintain valuable relationships with local lenders and understand their lending requirements. Our certified business consultants, many of whom are former bankers and business owners, will provide confidential assistance to help guide you through the process of securing the right source of capital for your business.
2: For one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285, online at irscbiz.com.
4: What is your quality of life?
1: Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It's Monday morning on the Get Up and Go Show. Forgive me, but shut up. You're acting like a baby. No, I'm not acting like a baby. I am not going to shut up.
7: How hard is it to talk into a microphone?
1: It's very easy. You just engage and talk. (laughs) No, that's not funny. I think it's kind of funny if you ask me. Eight oh eight on the Get Up and Go Show, Mr. Clock. Would you please certify the time?
4: It's now eight oh eight a.m.
1: That's right, eight oh eight in the morning on the Get Up and Go Show, and it's time for our weekly visit with the superintendent of the Martin County School System, the one and only Doctor John Malay. Is with us, Bonnie?
5: Yes. Good morning, Doctor Malay. what are we in our third week of school here in Martin County?
3: Yes, and that it's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. It's hard to believe we of this third week. Yes. Before you know it, uh, we're going to be on uh, spring break already. <laughs> <laughs> one, one week at a time. One week at a I time. I
1: know, I know, I Evan's know. Evan's
5: going to be seen down there partying with all the spring breakers. No, 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 that's no, no, no. That's way out
3: of my realm. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> he only hangs with like WWE people like Hulk Hogan. I there you, there you go. Yep, yeah. You yep. can't compete with that.
5: No, he hangs with all the cool people. <laughs> yeah, I
1: can arrange for some wrestlers to make an appearance at, a, at one of the schools
3: if you want. We can talk about that. Well, right now we're wrestling with a, a lot of little issues, but I appreciate how flexible our staff and our families are being. You know, we have some, a lot of noise out there across the country and state and mm-hmm. COVID. We're, we're, we're pushing through that, but I do appreciate the staff's flexibility and the teachers are doing a great job. So staff, pr- shout out, proud of them. Um, I want to talk
1: a little bit this morning about important resources for the families in the Martin County School District. One of them, of course, is the most important resource is the schools, the the, the district's website. It's martinschools.org. And people should really bookmark this page in their web browser, shouldn't they?
3: Yes, yes. Just like WSTU, they should mark it, martinschools.org. There is so much good information on our websites new this year, all the back to school information that uh, if you're not sure still of something that everything's there from bus routes to safety, to COVID, to supplies, to meeting nights and dates, Mm -hmm. all that's there. So we just encourage all of our parents to look at that website, spend a few minutes. You'll be glad you did.
1: John, let's talk a little bit about the screening tool first and foremost that you have up on your website. Tell us a little bit about that and how it works.
3: Sure well, it's just a little interactive and it's uh there's nothing that's required of that so when they look at the little screening tool, it's just reminders. It's just like we remind everyone to wash your hands uh, you know make sure you're you're being as safe as you as you can. This little symptom checker you know it shows possible symptoms that you might have and it it, it gives you some indication of whether you think you should, might need to stay home today so It's real quick. It's real easy, and there's nothing that's required about it. But it's it's a nice tool.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
3: Tell us a little bit uh,
1: more about some of the other resources that are on the Martinschools.org website for our listeners out there.
3: Sure. You know, we have our one of the biggest things that I want to direct people to is the COVID dashboard. I know it from on different days, you might see a number a little higher, quarantine cases. But what I encourage people to do when they drill down. Uh, you may see a number like it's a little high, but if you look at each schools, some schools have very few or no quarantine cases at, at the moment. Uh, some schools, like our secondary, uh, it, they have a lot more. So uh, students that go quarantine, you know, there's a, a definite date when they can come back. Uh, if, especially if, if they're whether they're, if they're exposed and then maybe they get a test, those types of things. But the point is, you may see a number, but those, ki- those kids in those cases, of course, that are quarantined come back to school. So I just want to remind parents they can look at their particular school and not just make an assumption when you see the overall uh, picture. So that, that's a great tool. And then, uh, uh, again, I'll just keep pointing people back to the back to school Web page has everything that you might need.
1: How is COVID doing? Um, we're in week number three, I think Bonnie said. Right, Bonnie? Yeah. Week, yeah. Num- week number three. How is COVID doing in the schools, in the system so far?
3: Well, you know, it, it's still here. Uh, it, it, in this variant, it's a bit different, uh, as you, people can read about. Uh, what I, The positive thing that I can say what's happened in Martin County Schools is we're trying to focus on what we can control so, uh, the most important thing we have to make sure it's happening is keeping our staff in the classrooms and in our, our buildings. So, uh, we are going to, you know, we do have staff out at times. So, we're trying to make sure we cover them, whether it's substitutes or school staffing with rotation. So, uh, that's, our, that's our issue that we're going to continue to grapple with is making sure that we have. Um, you know our our classrooms covered right now we're doing it it's it's a challenge I won't stretch and say it's not but uh our principals our administrators our staff are stepping in and they're taking care of our kids
1: now when kids do have to quarantine they're going to need resources talk to me a little bit about the resources for the quarantine students
3: sure and the the easiest way that you can look when you go to that website martinschools.org there's a little capsule just it's going to be right there in front of you center stage. It says information for quarantine students. So when you click on that, that if, uh, there's a decision tree that kind of shares information from the department of education and there's information from the department of health, it's there in English and in Spanish, all those different items. And it, it basically tells every parent like, uh, Teachers will either email or they'll send work home, depending on the age of the kid, through Schoology or through Google Suite. So uh, depending on the age of the kid, the school, that type of thing. But parents, there's information on how you access that information, and they can always contact their their child's teacher. We do have a staff every day here at the district office that are available. So if parents or a student has a homework with how they can access – they get stumped. We're going to try to get them the information they need to keep them moving in their schoolwork. And yes, we know it's a challenge. The best spot is always going to be in the classroom, but uh, we have people trying to make the very most of a, a tough situation. So all that information, though, is on that website and they can, uh, the symptom checker, the, you know, how, how they get access to the assignments, to class link. And we just sent uh, a couple of days ago, well, actually Thursday, Friday. A note went home, a report card went home for last year to every student in Martin County School. So every student brought home last year's hard copy report card. They also brought home a color sheet of paper that lets every parent knows, and we did a lot of me- social media on it. So any parents that are not going into our focus uh, link where they can go anytime and see their kids' grades, see their attendance, uh, it was step-by-step directions on how to do it. And Friday and even today... And tomorrow we have staff, there's a number on there, a helpline. If people call, we will sign them through, we will troubleshoot. If they need something reset, we're going to get it done. So we encourage all of our parents to make sure you're utilizing it, signed up for that focus, uh, how to check in on your child. Because if you learn it as elementary, you have it for the rest of their academic career. And it's good to know uh, how their grades are looking. It's good to know if they're tardy or their attendance. You may not know that.
5: Dr. Malay, how long is the uh, quarantine? How like, what's the duration of a? How long do people quarantine before returning to school?
3: And I know this is the this is the uh, the challenge of it. Uh, but when you go look at that page about quarantining, you look at the symptomatic decision tree. My my simplest answer is it depends. It would depend on uh, if they were you know direct if they have COVID. If they were exposed, but they're symptomatic or not symptomatic, it would depend on if they um, had a test after so many days. So I, I always will push them back to that decision tree. But basically, if a student, this is going to hit a lot most, this little example hits most students. Say a, a student was exposed to a positive case, they're not showing symptoms, but based on uh, contact tracing, they'll get a call from the Department of Health or school staff on behalf of the Department of Health, and they're told they have to quarantine. So uh, a case like that, if four days after you've been exposed to a positive case, if you're not showing symptoms and you get tested on that fifth day and it's negative, you can come back. So uh, the Department of Health allows that if... uh, you were exposed, but you don't have symptoms, and you. Uh, for those that are vaccine have the vaccination, um, the health department will look at that, and determine how fast you can come back to school. It is quicker with that. Um, so there, there's just uh, there's just many options, and it depends again on if you have it, whether you exposed to it, uh, and whether you're showing symptoms. That type of thing. Right on. All right. Very good.
1: Lastly, I want to talk a little bit about um, the kids are given these IDs and they're just not to, you know, for ID purposes only. They serve many, many different purposes that a lot of people are not aware of. Why is it so important that the students have these IDs on them at all times?
3: Well, it's part of our safety plan and our ID badges are used to confirm the school bus ridership and allow our students to purchase, say, a la carte items in our cafeteria. If your child has not received their school issue ID badge, uh, those are still running right now. If they have not received that for this school year, you can still send them in last year's. Uh, it's still active until the new one is activated. So students who are new to the Mark County School District this year or students have misplaced the badges, they're going to receive their badges in the coming day, in the coming week. So um let parents know if they don't have the the new one use the old one
1: so in other words what you're telling me is these id badges are what is used on the school buses when the kids get on there's a Mm -hmm. barcode and it's the barcode is scanned i see it there so the barcode is scanned so this way it goes right into the system and it tells the centralized system that little johnny is on bus number 0237 And then it is scanned when he gets off as well at the location. And it shows that little Johnny has gotten off at XYZ school.
3: Yeah. And all of this, you know, that's exactly right. And it uh, keeps us safe. You know, we have evacuation plans and different plans for every one of our schools that God forbid there was an issue Mm -hmm. and we have to relocate kids. We have to uh, practice an emergency procedure And we had to move kids to a different location. This is how we track and can keep up with it. So we would know that your child is safe, where they're at, and how we uh, relocate them. So that's just part of our safety uh, badge system. And it it helps, you know, when you see kids or you see adults on campuses, if they don't have this, we know, hey, especially if it's an adult, why don't they have it? Are they one of our employees? And it helps Mm -hmm. us recognize
1: All right. Very good. That's Dr. John Malay. He's on the program with us each and every Monday at this time, giving us an update uh, as far as all things that are happening in the Martin County school system. He is the superintendent of the schools, so he has his work cut out for him each and every day that he goes in there. But you know what? it's a great thing and he's very passionate about what he does and he wants to make sure that all the the kids and the teachers are all safe as as well John I can't thank I can't thank you enough on behalf of Bonnie and myself Um, we really thank you for all the great hard work that you do there at the school board
3: well it's a teamwork it's a team effort Uh, we have great people in this office at all of our schools and it's you know I always say teamwork makes it all work I mean it truly teamwork makes it all work it's it's our bus drivers, our secretary of food service, teachers, everybody that's out there, maintenance, getting it done. So appreciate everybody.
1: Definitely. So John, we'll talk to you next week. Have a fantastic day. All right, bye-bye now. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold is opening up at one thousand seven hundred ninety-one dollars sixty cents an ounce, and silver opening up twenty three dollars and forty four cents an ounce. That's the Precious Metals Report, and it's all brought to you by Saint Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Coin. 822 right now on the get up and go show with evan and bonnie it's time for news let's head over to the news desk where bonnie is standing by with the headlines good morning bonnie
5: good morning evan in port st lucie a 39 year old man was shot and killed saturday night at his home off kidderman road according to st lucie county sheriff's officials Marcus Davis Leith died after two men with guns entered his residence in the 6500 block of Las Palmas Way, east of US-1 in Port St. Lucie, and shot him inside his house, officials said. It's unknown what time the shooting occurred. St. Lucie County Sheriff's deputies and detectives believe the shooting was a targeted incident, officials said, so there's no danger to the public. Leith is listed as the house's owner on the St. Lucie County Property Appraisers' website. Investigators from the Sheriff's Crime Scene Unit were at the scene Sunday. Yellow crime scene tape surrounded the home with two vehicles remaining in the driveway. Three of the unit's vans were parked in the street. The dead-end road is lined with single-family homes. Security cameras are located on top of a pole at the street's entrance, but it's unknown if they're working. No further details about the slaying were available Sunday afternoon. Anyone with information about the incident is asked to call St. Lucie County Sheriff's Officials at 772-462-3230 or Treasure Coast Crime Stoppers, 800-273-8477. Nearly 374,000 Treasure Coast residents, about 58% of the population, had been at least partially inoculated against COVID-19 through August 19, according to Florida Department of Health's latest data. As unvaccinated patients fill local hospitals in record numbers, health officials urge the remainder of the community to get the vaccine as soon as possible, not only to protect yourselves but also others, All Floridians, 18 and older, became eligible for a shot April 5, per a March 26 executive order issued by Governor Ron DeSantis. Those 12 to 17 are eligible for the Pfizer vaccine. All Americans will be eligible for a second booster shot beginning the week of September 20, as long as at least eight months have passed since their first booster the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services announced on August 18, and there are several locations to get vaccinated throughout Indian River and St. Lucie and Martin counties, like uh, CVS Publix, Walgreens, you can get it at Walmart, Sam's Club, and Winn-Dixie. Conservative talk radio host Phil Valentine has died following a lengthy battle with COVID-19. He was 61 years old, his death was announced by a Super Talk WTN on Saturday afternoon. Valentine had been battling the virus since at least July 11. When he confirmed on his Facebook page that he had been diagnosed with COVID 19, Valentine was a prominent voice on national radio for decades. Funeral services are being held today in Daytona Beach for a fallen police officer. Jason Raynor died last week after uh, being shot in the head while on duty two months ago. A 7th Florida school district is imposing a mask mandate on students. Leon County Superintendent Rocky Hanna says daily COVID positivity rates are more than double their highest, highest daily number for last year. He asked Governor Ron DeSantis to reconsider his position.
8: Governor, just as you fight to protect the sovereignty of the state of Florida, we are simply asking you to have that same consideration for us.
5: Hannah says Leon County has seen almost one-third as many cases in the first seven days of classes as it saw in all of the last school year. Tropical Storm Henry weakened into tropical depression Sunday night as it crawled over the northeast and continued to unleash downpours over a region already saturated by heavy rain and wind that knocked out power to over 100,000 homes and swamped roads, closed bridges, and left people stranded in their vehicles. Henry made landfall Sunday on the coast of Rhode Island, and the National Hurricane Center warned that the slow-moving storm would continue dumping heavy rains on wide swaths of the region. The storm was downgraded from a hurricane before reaching New England, leaving many to breathe a sigh of relief. There were few early reports of major damage due to wind or surf. Lastly, Disney has filed a motion to settle a lawsuit brought by Black Widow star Scarlett Johansson behind closed doors. Disney's request for arbitration is the company's first filing in the case since Johansson filed suit. On July 29, alleging her contract with Marvel was breached when Black Widow was released on the Disney Plus streaming service at the same time as in theaters. Miguel Cabrera is now a member of one of the most exclusive clubs in baseball. Cabrera put an explanation point on his career when he became the 28th member of the 500 home run club with a 6th inning blast for the Detroit Tigers on Sunday against the Blue Jays in Toronto. The 38-year-old Cabrera connected on a 1-1 pitch from left-hander Steven Matz, sending the ball over the scoreboard in right center field the 400-foot homer tied the score at one. The Tigers won the game 5-3 to in 11 innings. News time at 828 and we'll have weather and traffic together next.
2: Just imagine. Imagine finding a doctor who listens. Imagine a doctor who cares, who takes time to understand you and your lifestyle better. Imagine an entire care team dedicating to helping you live your best life. You don't have to imagine. WellMed is redefining aging with our unique approach to care designed by physicians to help you stay as healthy as possible. Learn more about our recognized model of care at discoverwellmed.com. 8.29
1: right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie?
5: Well, we're not seeing any accidents happening right here. Throughout the Treasure Coast, the major highways clear and good right now. U.S. 1 up to speed. Everything is good on our highways. Drive safely. There's your latest look at traffic. In Palm City this morning, it's 78. And in Eden Prairie, Minnesota, a cool 66. Here's our weather at
10: WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s under mostly clear skies and an isolated shower possible towards the coast. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, heat index values in the triple digits, hazy skies and some inland showers and storms possible. Tomorrow through Thursday, highs in the low 90s, hazy skies and low rain chances thanks to a plume of Saharan dust, which will continue to filter in throughout the week. Friday through the weekend, the dust backs off a little and rain chances increase slightly, staying hot and humid though with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
15: Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com.
17: Don't sweat in your boxers,
19: all the AC doctors at 344-3944. York. Install confidence. Contact the AC Doctors.
21: acdoctorsinc.com. You are listening to WSTU, Stewart, Jupiter, and Indiantown, Martin County's Heritage Station.
14: Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email. Show at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie.
1: 8.32 on the Get Up and Go Show for me and you. And without any further ado, here's Randy Siegel with the Monday Morning Space Report. Good morning, Randy.
24: Uh, Good morning to you, sir. Well, it was on this date in history, back in 1966, that the first Earth picture was sent from the moon. Yep, that was courtesy of the Lunar Orbiter 1. Lunar Orbiter 1 was placed into orbit around the moon in order to scout out landing sites for the Apollo astronauts to land on the moon. Well, we've had a bunch of spacewalks taking place, and we have spacewalks that will continue to take place. The astronauts on board the International Space Station on the American side are getting ready for a spacewalk to take place tomorrow. That will take place tomorrow morning at just about 8.30 when two astronauts venture outside to work on solar arrays, giving more power to the International Space Station. Mark Vanderhee and Akihiro Hoshide from the Japanese Space Agency will go out and perform those spacewalks. The International Space Station also was raised in orbit about a half a mile. This way, they stay in phase and they counter the effects of Earth's gravity, which pulls spacecrafts back down. Now they want to get it back up higher a little bit in orbit. And the other reason is because they want to get ready for the return of cargo from the station, as well as launching new crews to the International Space Station. On October 5th, the Russians will use a Soyuz 21A rocket to launch Anatoly Sheplerev into space along with two spaceflight participants who will do a movie on board the space station. Yolia Peraside and director Klim Shapenko. They're scheduled to fly to the International Space Station. They will only spend about 10 days on board the station before they returned to Earth with Russian cosmonaut Oleg Novitsky who has been on the orbital station. Two Chinese Troikonauts, if you will, Mihai Shang and Liu Boming, went out of their station and worked on the exterior of the station, getting ready for new experiments to be placed there. They worked in different spacesuits than they have before, and their work was helped by a rudimentary mechanical arm that they had. Astronaut Tang Haibang remained inside the space station during this particular spacewalk. China is also monitoring the work being done on Mars by its Zerang rover. The Zorang rover has been on, the, on Mars now for quite a bit of time, about 92 Earth days, and it continues to explore the red planet. They sent back photographs of the vehicle's tracks on the red planet, showing just how far it has actually traveled. With Mars on the far side of the sun from the Earth at this particular time, The red planet is basically obscured by the sun. Charged particles that are given off by star or star influence radio communications between the planets, meaning Zerang will need to operate autonomously for a short period of time on the red planet, as will the U.S. spacecraft's Curiosity and Perseverance. The opening period will be October 2nd through October the 14th, when the sun will interfere with the communications. Over the weekend, from the Baikonur Cosmodrome, OneWeb had a successful launch on board the Soyuz-21B rocket. Saturday, they saw another cluster of satellites go into orbit with no problems. Another 34 satellites have now been placed in orbit for OneWeb, giving them a huge cadre of spacecrafts in orbit. Their next launch, let's see, will be launched on September 14th, carrying more OneWeb communication satellites into orbit. Blue Origin is having some big problems because 17, you heard it right, 17 key Blue Origin employees have quit the company this summer. For some reason, once Jeff Bezos went into space, a lot of his key people have decided they no longer want to work for Blue Origin. And as a result, they have left the company and are joining other companies that work in space. This leaves Bezos with quite a problem. In fact, he tried countering some of that problem by giving a $10,000 bonus to a lot of the individuals who helped get him into space. Even though they got their bonus, they've decided to leave. Part of the problem is, is that their BE-4 engine that was supposed to be ready already to carry new payloads into space is way beyond its time. They have fallen behind in the ability to get that rocket engine ready, and they stand the potential of losing contracts from the government. Over in Russia... All of the cosmonauts that have been approved and those that are in training have been told that they have to continue going back yearly for medical examinations as well as health checks. The Russians have found that in many cases, some of their cosmonauts who have already been approved have not stayed in tip-top shape. So now the Russians are saying, "Mm, sorry, guys, but uh, you can't gain weight and you can't lose proficiency. You're going to have to go back and do zero G training. You're going to have to work on a platform that'll give you three or better G's on your body in a centrifuge. And you're going to have to spend a lot more time studying. So it appears that Russia is having some problems. Roman Romanenko, who has been in space several times for Russia, has said that China is really becoming quite a player and will remain a major player into the future. He said they have shown a proficiency to launch vehicles and to have clean spacecrafts in orbit. We're getting ready to see, in the next month, the Inspiration 4 launch on a crewed dragon. Inspiration 4 will have four individuals going into space that have had no previous spaceflight experience. The individuals are related to St. Jude's Hospital in one way or another. Jared Isaacman, who will be the mission commander, along with Dr. Stamos, as well as several, two other people, have practiced going into orbit. Now, they will not go to the International Space Station. Instead, they will be outfitted with a special dragon that has a glass cockpit. Once they open up the nose cone, they'll spend about four days in space before returning to Earth. Tomorrow, we're going to tell you about NASA suspending a contract thanks to Blue Origin and Russia not going back to the moon until next year. So until tomorrow, have a great day,
1: everybody. That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time. Time to head on over to Ellie's Downtown Deli where Bonnie just can't make her mind up on what she wants to eat today because everything... It's so good there.
7: Yeah,
5: and they, you know, they they just have like a really nice extended menu too at Ellie's Downtown Deli with their signature sandwiches, their fresh jumbo wraps, their signature salads, soups of the day. You might want to try the big beef burrito today. This is a wrap of your choice. You get the uh, spinach wrap, the tomato basil wrap, filled with seasoned ground beef sautéed peppers and onions, cheddar cheese, sour cream, salsa, avocado, and jasmine rice. Doesn't this uh, wrap sound yummy? Enjoy with a fresh hot bowl of soup, Chef Mark making his uh, two different seasonings and soups of the day, of uh, each and every weekday. and He's on it right now, making you a fresh hot bowl of soup for to get you work day started for this Monday morning. And Ellie's Downtown Deli and Stewart now with their patio back open, plus they're at 50% dining inside with a full menu for pickup or delivery. Ellie's also has full dinners available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today located at 18 southeast 6th street just off colorado in stewart call 772-781-6605 ellie's downtown deli in stewart
1: 843 on the get up and go show with evan and it's time for news once again brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on precious metals. It's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good
5: morning. Once again, investigators in Palm Beach County are looking into the shooting death of a teenager who was discovered in the back of a pickup that sped from Lake Worth. Beach to Hope Sound on Friday night. The high-speed pursuit ended after 9:40 p.m. on County Road 714, when a Martin County Sheriff's Office pickup conducted a pit maneuver, turning sideways in front of a vehicle to make it stop. On the fleeing vehicle, Martin County Sheriff William Snyder said the incident began in the 4900 block of Kirk Road in Lake Worth when a 911 caller told a Palm Beach County dispatcher that someone had been shot and killed and two people were dragging the body to a canal, officials there said. As deputies responded, the caller told dispatchers the pair had instead put the body in the bed of a gray Ford F-150 and fled the scene. Authorities in Palm Beach notified the Martin County Sheriff's Office As the pickup traveled north on Interstate 95, Snyder said his deputies deployed stop sticks, but the Ford driver, speeding at more than 100 miles per hour, avoided the devices. However, about a dozen other vehicles, including some sheriff's cruisers, struck the sticks, Snyder said. The sheriff's office will pay the cost for the punctured tires, he said. The pickup exited onto CR714 where it was stopped. Deputies found the driver, a female passenger, and the dead body. Martin County deputies identified the driver as 17-year-old Carlos Castaneda. The uh, names of the passenger and the dead teen in in the bed of the truck were not released on Saturday. In Port St. Lucie, a 39-year-old man was shot and killed Saturday night at his home off Kitterman Road. According to St. Lucie County Sheriff's officials, Marcus Davis Leith died after two men with guns entered his residence into the 6500 block of Las Palmas Way east of US-1 in Port St. Lucie and shot him inside his house. It's unknown what time the shooting occurred. St. Lucie County Sheriff's deputies and detectives believe the shooting was a targeted incident officials said so there's no danger to the public investigators from the sheriff's crime scene unit were at the scene sunday yellow crime scene tape surrounded the home with two vehicles remaining in the driveway three of the unit's vans were parked in the street The dead-end road is lined with single-family homes. Security cameras are located on top of a pole at the street's entrance, but it's unknown if they're working. No further details about the slaying were available Sunday afternoon, and anyone with information about the incident is asked to call St. Lucie County Sheriff's Officials 772-462-3230 or Treasure Coast Crime Stoppers. At eight hundred two seven three eighty four seventy seven, Florida Congressman Matt Gates is no longer single.
16: The Northwest Florida Republican describes himself on his Twitter page as a firebrand, a Florida man, and just added happy husband. Gates and fiancé Ginger Lucky got married in a private ceremony on California's Catalina Island. He shared pictures on Twitter after Vanity Fair broke the story. Gates remains under investigation in connection with former Seminole County tax collector Joel Greenberg, who pled guilty to charges including sex trafficking and is cooperating with federal prosecutors. I'm Gordon Bird.
5: Haiti's Civil Protection Agency said Sunday that the toll from this month's magnitude 7.2 earthquake has grown to 2,207 with 344 people still missing. The agency said via Twitter... That 12,268 people were injured and nearly 53,000 houses were destroyed by the August 14 quake. The new toll comes at a time when relief operations are expanding, but authorities are struggling with security at distribution points. Gangs have hijacked aid trucks and desperate crowds have scuffled over bags of food. And lastly, Texas Governor Greg Abbott says he has tested negative for COVID-19 just four days after testing positive. I'm told that my infection was brief and mild because of the vaccination that I received. Abbott sent in a video clip posted on his Twitter account on Saturday, so I encourage others who have not yet received the vaccination to consider getting one. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays placed designated hitter Nelson Cruz on the COVID-19 injured list. The move was announced Sunday about one hour before the Rays hosted the Chicago White Sox in a matchup of AL division leaders. It was not clear if Cruz tested positive for the coronavirus or was deemed a close contact of someone who did. News time at 848 and we'll have weather and traffic together for you next.
1: 849, just clicking over to 850 as we speak. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie?
5: We're not finding any accidents, so yeah, it's just like a smooth ride on this uh, Monday morning. Smooth sailing on our roadways through Stewart and Port St. Lucie. Major highways, US-1 included, drive safely. And there's your latest look at traffic. 80 degrees here in Stewart this morning, and in Youngstown, Ohio, it's 73. Here's a look at our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert
10: forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the upper 70s to low 80s under mostly clear skies and an isolated shower possible towards the coast. This afternoon, highs in the low 90s, heat index values in the triple digits, hazy skies and some inland showers and storms possible. Tomorrow through Thursday, highs in the low 90s, hazy skies and low rain chances thanks to a plume of Saharan dust, which will continue to filter in throughout the week. Friday through the weekend, the dust backs off a little and rain chances increase slightly, staying hot and humid though with highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
22: Hi, I'm Chris Hodgins with My Florida Insurance Broker, and I'm here today with my daughter, Sage.
6: Hello.
22: Sage, why don't you tell everybody what kind of insurance we do?
6: Home insurance, car insurance, life insurance, and flood insurance.
22: If you've had a rate hike or two or five, hopefully not ten, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Sage, what's our number? 772-617-772-617.
6: Seven, seven, Six, seven, seven, seven.
22: What's the name of our company again? My
6: Florida Insurance Broker.
13: You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie.
9: Fall will be here before we know it. So now the time's right for the first ever pumpkin spice vaccine from Pfizer. All the protection of the vaccine, but each shot has the aroma of pumpkin spice and comes with a free pair of Ugg boots. Finally, the time is right for pumpkin spice and Pfizer.
1: (laughs) You like that one?
5: That might make me get out to uh, get my vaccine, make it spicy.
1: <laughs> Make it pumpkin spice. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that <laughs> pumpkin spice vaccine. That ought to be really interesting. <laughs> very, very interesting. So, what are your plans later today? Tell me what you're doing. I later.
5: don't know, but um, you know, there's like a movie. There's a new movie out. I want to see, but I don't know if I should oh. go see it alone because it looks like a thriller. Oh. Like you know, it might scare. It might scare me at the movie theater, and then I might oh. have to be sitting close to somebody to hold their hand. Uh, This movie is called, oh, let's see, The Night House. Mm -hmm. The Night House, reeling from the unexpected death of her husband. Okay. Beth, played by Rebecca Hall, is left alone in the lakeside home he built for her. Mm -hmm. She tries as best she can to keep together, but then the dreams come. Disturbing visions of a presence in the house Mm -hmm. call to her, beckoning with a ghostly allure. Oh, wow. Oh, but I mean it just sounds like uh, my kind of movie because I've always wanted a lakeside home.
1: Okay.
6: You
5: know, and and this one's like a haunting thriller. Mm-hmm. Against the advice of her friends, she begins digging into her husband's belongings yearning for answers. Oh. Wow. It sounds like kind of like a chick movie, a thriller, a, a nice uh lakeside <laughs> home chick movie. Flick. Okay. Just just the kind of movie I want to see and it's now playing.
1: Okay. All right, very good. But very I don't good. think
5: I'll see that one till tomorrow. All
1: right. we got a phone call. Let's go to the phones right now. Good morning. You're on the air. You don't like horror movies, Bonnie?
5: Oh, no, I like horror movies. I just don't know if I can go to see one alone. Some, you <laughs> know, Sometimes I go to an afternoon movie by myself, yeah. mm-hmm. and I don't know how horrifying this one is going to be. Um, but, you know, I, do I dare go see it by myself? Do you ever watch a horror movie by yourself? Put it that way.
8: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All okay. the time, oh. actually. I, there, there's only one time, though, I saw one in the movie theater by myself. Literally, no one else was in the movie theater. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was God. when uh, George Romero's Land of the Dead came out.
5: Oh, my gosh.
6: And
8: I'm sitting there, like, in the middle of the movie there by myself, oh. and then I'm sitting there. I actually started looking behind me a little bit.
1: Oh,
6: yeah. <laughs> oh, my really? gosh.
1: Really?
8: Yeah, I did. I was like... I was afraid someone from the movie there was going to come in and try to scare me for some reason.
1: <laughs> now I told you about my incident with the uh, Godfather, how em- emotionally scarred I am for life because of that. Really, the Godfather? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, my parents, when I was, I want to say ten, eleven years old, took me to go, took me with them when they went to go see the Godfather. Yeah. Now. It was at the Water Hill Cinemas by the Lauderhill Mall. This is going back to like 1970, oh, 78, 72. Well, well, no, 72. Was that
8: early? It was like 70
1: or 71. Yeah, 72-ish.
6: Whoa.
1: 71, 72-ish. I was like 12 years old, 11, wow. 12 years old. So they take me to this movie. They say, oh, yeah, it's not going to be too bad. I'm like, okay, no problem. So we're in the movie theater, and the scene comes up where the horse's head is in the bed. And I went running out to the lobby and dropped my cookies in the lobby. (laughs) (laughs) And that was it. I refused to go back in the movie theater. My parents were really what
8: happened to me. I was about eight years old uh in nineteen eighty and I my uh, aunt Uncle came to pick up my father to go see the original Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. oh. and they went to take me. They, they went to go see it in the Boca Mall, which is now Meisner Park. Oh wow! Oh. And uh, I pitched the biggest fit. I wanted to see this movie. My dad's like, "All right, you want to see this movie? Fine." Yeah, a couple two things I remember was one, while he was getting popcorn, I stuck my head into the Gong Show movie and <laughs> uh, saw a few scenes there, and then two was when. We were watching the movie. I don't think I understand what was going on until this axe flew in this girl's face. Uh, mm-hmm. And I screamed my head off in the movie theater and Whoa. cried myself to sleep in my aunt's lap. <laughs> wow. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> and ever since that I liked horror movies.
5: <laughs> you know what? One of the scariest scenes to me is, it's, and it's in the light of day, it's in Halloween when Jamie Lee Curtis looks outside. And it's daylight and the sheets are blowing in the wind. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you see Michael Myers' white face blended in the sheets out on the clothesline.
8: All in uh, Halloween.
1: Yeah, yeah.
5: and they, that was a good effect.
1: Yeah.
5: Whew. Whew. Now be scared.
1: <laughs> well, that's about a wrap for us. Phil, we got to go. <laughs> on that note, we have to run.
5: All right,
1: bye, guys. See you later, Phil. We'll talk to you soon. That's a wrap, Bonnie. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. Yeah,
5: and take those good values with you for the rest of your Monday.
1: Yeah, have a great day, folks. God bless each and every one of you, and we will see you back here in about 21 hours from now, right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. Don't go anywhere.